Welcome back to the podcast. We're here. We're chilling. We have a guest today on the podcast. Finally, someone who isn't our mom. So <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. We don't want to do too much of an introduction, so we'll let her introduce herself. What's up? My name is Peace. I'm a model here in Toronto, and thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm actually oh, cool. so excited, and I'm a little bit jealous of how smooth her voice is. Yeah, we're saying like she sounds like a Spotify voiceover person. Keeping a cento. She should literally be our intro. Can, can we? I like, got you. We should well, actually. actually I'm not joking. Like we'll record a track of her voice. You can say exactly that. That was no problem. Perfect. I'm here. You okay. Me. So we don't know too much about you. Mm-hmm. Um, we just. I guess, unfortunately, only see, like, through social media, so that's all we know, but exactly. um, I think something that obviously stood out to us a lot that seemed to be in a lot of your captions and just, like, in your bio mm-hmm. was that you're somewhere changing beauty standards. Exactly. Um, and that's something that we've touched on on the podcast a couple of times, just briefly, but we only have, like, our two perspectives yeah. and just about how... Like for us, it's really about how social media has shaped beauty standards for young women and men. I mean, we only have the young woman perspective. For but sure, yeah. Both. Um, so we kind of just want to like talk about that and have a discussion about Let's that. And like, it. what it's does that mean to you? Everything and so much, especially being in the industry, you know, like I went from being like a size one model to being like a plus size model basically in the industry. So like I've been in the trenches when it comes to like beauty standards and things like that. And Mm -hmm. like you saying that we are so shaped on like social media it's the whole world that it shapes basically now with like trends with bbl trends and all of that people like suicide and like everything it it gets really really deep so yeah like i think the one thing that i feel i model for is basically beauty standards and letting people know like just love yourself be totally yourself unapologetically yourself because like there's another other person you can be no and i think before we get get more into that yeah um i want to know like how you started what you're doing today like mm-hmm. just give us a backstory like yeah. who you are how you started it also because we don't i feel like we don't know any professional models i don't yeah, and I don't. from the outside looking into like the modeling world it it i feel like to some to people like us it's probably something it's not it looks so glamorous right and, like, luxurious like, like oh my god yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? everyone so, sees like the final final touches they don't see the models in 30 degree weather modeling parka jackets because you yeah. have to do a season before like it looks yeah. great but honestly it is really really hard work like yeah. kudos to all the models out there like kudos i got into i got into it like i just want to be a glamorous girl and then i was like what did i sign up for so how did you like initially first of all a lot of also what we talk about is how we like initially get into certain career paths and like yeah. what makes us want to pursue those passions so yeah. start from the beginning like what how, how did it go for you basically um i used to live in edmonton i went to high school there and no offense to anyone who lives there but edmonton is totally just dead zone like we call it deadminton basically oh, <laughs> like, there's, nothing to do there. there's nothing to do okay so i was there i was just uh, in high school you know 18 years old trying to figure out what i want to do in life and everyone's like oh like you're tall you should model blah blah, blah. i'm like yeah you know definitely something i want to get into and then i had a lot of friends who like we would just 
play with makeup. I had a friend who wanted to be a photographer. So we just combined our passions together and I just started making like random pictures and stuff or whatever. And then I just started talking to people and my friends were like, I want to move to Toronto and become a model. But it was just me just saying my highest dream of something that I wanted to yeah. do. Like I Literally had no idea. It. Literally. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then we talk about Before a lot, we didn't like, know so what manifesting was, you were already manifesting. Yeah. yeah. You know? Out of nowhere. I didn't even know what it was at myself too. And then all of a sudden I had friends over here and they're like, hey, like it's super popping in Toronto right now. Like you should move here. I'm 19. I saved a bunch of money and I literally moved, got a one way ticket and moved Damn. here. Oh my god. Out of nowhere. Sorry, so when was mm -hmm. that? Like what this was two thousand and 14 okay yeah, january 7 2014 that was the day i landed here and my horoscope said pack your bags you're going on a journey oh my <laughs> god so i was like wait what it was super freaky but i love it okay so you came here so i got here <laughs> it was not fun i was so broke i missed my mom's house like i was literally working on queen street at like a food like stop place just giving people random food behind a counter like it was not the life that i envisioned for myself at all so i just got kind of in like this very dark zone but i never really gave up i was always like going to agencies and like mm -hmm. giving them like my looks and stuff like that got turned down by every single person i ever went to and then randomly i was going home one night and i decided to take the uh the streetcar normally i just walk and i'm waiting at the streetcar and this buff short tatted man comes up to me and i'm talking to my mom on the phone <laughs> i'm like there's this man staring at me if i start screaming call 911 oh this God. is my location and he comes up to me he's like are you a model and i'm like oh thank god you know you <laughs> are gay thank god and he was a photographer i ended up going to his place like two days later he entered me into this l canada competition from there i got like top 15. Wow. then wow. i was signed to my agent then i was signed to an agency and then it all so it spiraled from there yeah so it happened exactly. quick. I feel like it happened like really quick no it did like at the beginning part happened really quick but then once you got into it it's just like you're doing free creatives and stuff like that mm -hmm. so you're never really making money and even just like i started learning about myself too in that process started getting into the whole where we're going to get into like beauty standards and trying to be like the best that i can be in an industry that wasn't really fit for me in the beginning and mm -hmm. it just goes on and on and on can we can i ask you about like if you feel comfortable talking on of it? course a lot of like what i think about too and i i feel like maybe fran as well and and a lot of other just like millennials or people that are trying to adult is like taking the risk for being able to actually do something you love and that's what you did you literally packed your yeah. bags and moved to toronto and people like there's so many people who want to maybe not literally pack their bags and move but just like stop what they're doing and just take that risk so yeah. like what did it mentally have to take for you to do that and how did you overcome the struggle of i guess coming to toronto and being like oh my god i have no money what am i going to do like like how do you overcome that and like what got you through that sorry not only that but also like fear of like what other people are gonna think yeah like your family your friends because i know for us like our family is they are like they're open to whatever and obviously open to our dreams but there's also a part of them where it's like you gotta do this and that, yeah you know of course so. of course like for me it started off with not even like not even caring what my family had to say like i was like okay i'm 19 this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to do like i just could not think of anything. I had tunnel vision. By the time I got to Toronto, I was like, did I make a mistake? Mm -hmm. But then I was like, if I go back, then what did I do all yeah. of this for? What did I risk all of this for? Yeah. So like, 
don't get me wrong there was many nights i cried many nights i was like what am i doing what should i do should i do this but i somehow just like kept going forward kept praying kept trying to manifest and like kind of got where i am now and it's still like that's crazy honestly like I praise people who are able to do that because it's so hard. I feel like you, you like make a decision about something you want to do and like you get there and you kind of like hit a wall and it's almost like make or break. It's either I'm going to continue pushing through this wall. And for you, that was just continuing to reach out to agencies and do all of that stuff. And eventually you came across someone who opened that door. You can't be afraid of rejection in life. Like you really just have to just keep on going. when you have like, people have been rejected with everything you always go in here you know oprah got fired from her job when she was something some millionaires don't become millionaires until they're like 50 like you really Mm -hmm. cannot stop if you see that vision for yourself Mm -hmm. just the vision alone is going to take you farther than you can ever go and i feel like you have to have like a don't give a fuck mentality a hundred percent like it's easier said than done but like literally there life is an illusion at this point like Mm -hmm. you really just have to be in your own world and do your own thing that's so true and that's why we like it's great for us to have someone like you on because we always say that sort of shit we're always like you just need to go for it and like we have our own experiences but like people listening to this like hearing it from somebody who actually went through it as well like other than us who like just talk (laughs) talk about it all the time but it's it's like you know what i mean you're attesting to the fact that if you push through your fears and those boundaries you'll you'll get somewhere for sure um one advice I would give people though is like don't like make sure you have a good plan. Like I Everyone's definitely saying, yeah. regret. Like there's moments I regret. Like yeah, that was really stupid. And obviously you learn from it as well. Mm-hmm. But make sure you have a decent plan. Like if you do have, if you like, don't jump into things. If it's going to take you five months to do it, let it take you five months. Yeah. Don't glamorize people. Use like don't go on even social media and be like, oh my gosh, this person's living the best life. I want to do that tomorrow. And let's take the wrong path to get there. Like mm-hmm. really, just take your time believe in yourself and you will get it i like that a lot yeah. Yeah, me too. um okay so what happened i guess when you said that you got to toronto the photographer kind of scouted you out and then mm-hmm. you entered into you said the, the l canada yeah and then you got an agent i got an agent and from there it was kind of just that was kind of like it went uphill it was super great and then it went downhill again basically just with like again trying to keep up with the beauty standards like i was basically vegan like now i can actually kind of admit like i probably had an eating disorder at that point Mm because i was like barely eating food constantly working out like i don't know what i was working out i had nothing on my bones Mm -hmm. and still looking in the mirror and be like damn i kind of look fat right now like and now if i look the pictures i'm like bro i was hungry like what Mm -hmm. the heck yeah so from there it was like going to like castings and i don't know i was really young and i feel like um, even with my experience of going to castings now, I'm a bit older. So when I talk to like the designers and things like that, they treat me with a little bit more respect. But that back then, like they were just, I was just a piece of meat. I, I've experienced so many rude encounters with certain people and I'm just like, oh, so it just got at that point. I feel like I'm so grateful that I went through that low doing something that I love because it taught me to love myself and bring me to my now, I guess, purpose in Mm -hmm. the industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those beauty centers that you're talking about back then, which I mean, it wasn't that long ago, 2014, (laughs) but back then, but I mean, how did you like it was it because just out of my own curiosity within the industry people you talk to people that were at the castings were a certain type of look or was it more social media 
for um, you as a model for is more so like sample sizes like everyone wants at that time wanted the skinniest girl everyone like if you're the skinniest girl oh you're good here you can go to new york new york you can go to australia like they just want to mm-hmm. basically exploit you if you are that good sample size basically mm-hmm. and everyone and i guess the modeling industry it's just like the skinniest girl the best skin girl like mm-hmm. that kind of basic what you see on like commercials and yeah maybe like magazines and stuff. Yeah. exactly yeah. that yeah. type of stuff and like no if you see these girls in real life we have acne we're just awkward like you know they try to make you into this perfect being and then you start thinking you're this perfect being and when in real life you're not because no one is you just start going crazy i mean this does not compare probably to what you have been through (laughs) as a model at all but when you say that it reminds me of the fact that like when we started recording this and we would like i would like look back at the youtube video and i'm like like oh my god i want to cry i'm not even kidding yeah Yeah, no but that's with everyone and everything i swear but it's like like, why because i think of myself like when i look at pictures and i'm posing with my like pouted lips and my eyebrows raised i'm like oh my god that's how i look good yeah and people will praise me and be like oh my god you look so good there and then i see myself on camera talking and making expressions and i'm like okay like i'm not actually pretty like i don't even look that pretty like no first off you guys are gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) but that just what that reminds me of you know exactly yeah they set a standard for you kind of to be a certain way exactly and like when you're at the top there's no other place but to go down but it's such an illusion like it's not that we are just a whole cycle and a whole blend of different things and i can't even imagine that because you have cameras on you like 24 7 it's not like you can tell them no this is my good side like they don't give a fuck like whatever angle they want that's what i told him we're like we need it here because that's our good side like there it's like we're getting every angle every inch of your body so like you looking at that i'm sure it's kind of like yeah, and right. to this it's like day, struggling. I'm yeah. still my biggest critic, but like that's when you have to learn like the art of not giving a fuck. It's yeah. just like, okay, cool, that's it. If someone might hate it, someone might love it, and I'm just gonna go exactly. on with my day. Right. Um, I, I have a question about like boundary setting mm. in like I guess your industry when it because you say that now like you have a purpose, right? Like yeah. in the mod, like you have a specific pur- purpose, and, and that's changing beauty standards and showing everyone that you can be yourself. But was there a certain point or like a certain story time or encounter where you were like, hey, I'm not going to take this bullshit anymore. And this is what I'm going to do from here on out. I'm just going to lay it down to them. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I think I've had a really good journey and everything that I've kind of dealt with was very like in internal and things like of that sense. Like mm-hmm. I've never was out of shoe and be like, no, that's not OK. Like because mostly honestly everything has been okay like i've been able to work with really great people like shout out to my agents they always match their girls with like the right people if there's any like oh this guy's kind of like a predator or whatever like they cancel them (laughs) off the list like thank goodness Mm -hmm. but like i mean there's certain times where even literally three days ago i had an experience where i got this call sheet to go on a shoot they just gave us like what's a call sheet sorry I'm <laughs> no so, i'm like, sorry no i just let you know yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. um a call sheet is basically it tells you the model when to come what to wear okay. stuff like that just okay, the basics cool. this is where it's going to be this is the closest hospital stuff like that oh <laughs> just nice in case them. you just know case. <laughs> so i got a call sheet it just said you know be at this um address at this time that's it I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like, it's gonna be chill. She was for like a skincare line. So I'm like, oh, whatever, it's gonna be calm. I wore heels, I looked cute that day. And I called my Uber, I got to the location and I seen a makeup artist with a table in the middle of a parking lot. And I was like, oh no, 
this is an outdoor shoe. And like one thing about me, like I once had an outdoor shoe and it was so hot. They didn't feed us. I literally fainted. <gasps> so I have this Stop. thing where I just don't like, I need to know if it's an outdoor shoe or not. So I could just prepare myself. That's it. Yeah. They didn't say that. It was really weird. And then I got my makeup done. I was like, whatever, it's not that hot. And then a car came and picked me up and took me to this location. And this location, I kid you not, was like in the middle of a, like a bush, basically. I don't know. It's like a little <laughs> entrance. And then it's like a forest. And I thought a coyote was going to come and get me at any point. There was like the grass was like up to my knees basically like it was just really weird and they're like oh yeah just stand there and like move and blah 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 and then i had to tell them no like honestly i don't know what poison ivy looks like i didn't mm. know any of the conditions mm. of this you need to like let your models know and they were like a newer production team so i like i wasn't rude about it but i just let them know like listen yeah. if you want to have models and this is the type of conditions that you want to put us in like we're still human and there's certain things that we will not do i don't care how much you're paying me like yeah. my safety comes number one so i just had to like let them know like you know safety conditions like a lot of people look at models like oh they'll do anything but like no no we won't yeah yeah yeah. and that's that's again something that how it looks like from the outside looking in it's like oh my god like these models will like you call them to do something and they're there exactly like oh jump off a cliff for the look i'm like for the shot i'm like no yeah exactly it's like no like give me the green screen yeah that's crazy i didn't know that you like they don't tell you the location of see normally sometimes they do and they should but just for like there's a few times when i didn't get that i'm just like is it because they know i'll say no or something like i don't know they want to like suss it out when you come exactly "Mm, yeah (laughs) or maybe they just don't care but hopefully now they know (laughs) what was your like favorite shoot or like experience with you modeling your most favorite one if you can hmm. pick um, one or if you can say yeah sorry uh, we're, we're such like newbies no yeah, i love it for sure i think my favorite um client that i've worked for was nordstrom oh and ooh. yeah like it was basically about like being ourselves and just i literally walked in i was so hung i was this close not to go to the casting i was super hung over i didn't want to do my hair so i literally just got a head wrap and wrapped it around my head and i went to my casting and i was like oh like they they may not like this but you know what fuck it i'm here my agent can't say didn't try yeah i walked in they're like oh my gosh i love that look blah 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 ended up booking them the first campaign we had like a whole billboard on young and dundas it was super brilliant it was amazing and i literally wore the same head wrap i wore at my casting on the actual like um campaign so i was like okay so they, they loved it they loved it so i was like thank god <laughs> that's that's like what i like to see it's like just people in their natural habitat exactly because i, I don't know why like companies brands whatever instagram people think mm-hmm. that the the perfect quote-unquote person is going to attract viewers you know what i mean is gonna make people want to buy like yeah i mean maybe that's just how i think but i want to see like real people doing real things like i'm not going to be more inclined to buy a product if it's from someone who's quote unquote like perfect looking and no hate to them like yeah whatever but 
I feel like before even like, you know, we were so into this, like everyone wants to be glamorous, this, this and that. But the older we get and now like us 20 year olds, we are now the future. We are the ones that are changing what's going on. And we are smart enough to know, like, nah, that's not really what it is. This is actually how it is. We're living it now. We're the ones who are in charge of like the creative direction of certain brands and stuff now. So thankfully, hopefully, like things are moving in the right direction when it comes to that for sure. I was going to say, I do think like now our generation's becoming more progressive and like yeah. what they think is like body positive or body image exactly mm-hmm. you do still see and again like no hate to instagram models at all they're no. gorgeous but you do still see like you know bbl big tits big boobs small exactly. ways and for me being someone who's always been petite with no butt and yeah. like hardly no boobs i'm like shit like i don't look like that like <laughs> you, know? you know what i mean and that was something that i struggled with a lot too like especially through Oh, the pandemic we've talked about before. Yeah. When, like, you have that period to yourself where you're kind of just thinking about, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, what you like about yourself, what you don't, whatever. And I see all these Instagram models, I'm like, shit, like, that's... Yeah. That's, like, tough. But yeah. now it's... I don't know. I think it's becoming more progressive about just loving yourself. Exactly. And that's something that I think everyone needs to practice. A hundred percent. I think like, this podcast, too, just seeing yourself talking and just, like, being authentically you has yeah. made me realize like fuck who cares about that's great you know what that's i mean so great and that's like the that's the human journey i feel just learning to love yourself at the end of the day like what else can you do there's mm-hmm. nothing yeah. else to do exactly i'm wondering too like have you like since you've kind of been on this journey and like you've set this you've made this point to kind of have a purpose within your modeling journey mm-hmm. and career have you had women like reach out to you oh my gosh say thank you because like i feel appreciative of you i don't uh, we hardly know you that well right <laughs> yeah. now but like i i feel appreciative just about how you think about it and how you speak about it because yeah. i think like mm-hmm. yeah for aspiring models out there like that's so great to hear for so sure i'm just wondering like what encounters have you had with people <laughs> my, mine are so funny because literally i kid you not like at least once every three days i have some girl like oh my gosh i have such a big forehead and i've seen your pictures and i'm just so thankful you know what why not because i used to be that girl i used to wear bangs like 38 7 like that's me. constantly I'm not joking. you know yeah but i was like you know fuck it like come see my face this is what it is and we move on like yeah. i have a big forehead so what like i don't care and then like even girls with gaps are like oh like i've been uh, wanting to like get braces but now i see you embracing it and it's just like yes like that is literally the only thing i do this for i don't care about anything else if i can make somebody else feel more comfortable about themselves mm-hmm. i've done my job i love that that's it i love that listen i've been self-conscious about my forehead since i was like <laughs> no. i don't even remember all i do is wear my hair back in a ponytail and so like i don't know what's going on but i think it's like pulling back my hairline <laughs> a little bit even more receding <laughs> like yeah everyone's like your hairline's receding it's fine i'm like oh my god but i love that it's true like this is just who i am like i'm not gonna spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to get a whole yeah no i hate needles i can't even get my blood taken let alone any type of surgery so like can you imagine all those things that you'd want to fix that you'd have to do that for and then there's people like you you know like just embracing those things yeah yeah i can't be bothered honestly that's amazing (laughs) um you wanted to ask her about horoscopes oh yeah because we we're reading mm. the dms you're like i'm a gemini so yeah like, are you into like horoscopes i am i am for sure I was, you guys this, is, this is off topic this is so off but like no, but um do you, do you know like all about signs and stuff like that i know like i know a bit we yeah. wanted to ask you to guess what you think we are would be. oh my gosh hmm. just like just like out of from your first like impression <laughs> i'm scared i feel like libra 
both of us for one of you guys okay i'm getting Wait. libra energy okay very like kind of balanced but still determined and the other mm. hmm hmm <laughs> <laughs> um i might say like scorpio oh, okay or oh, no. or aquarius i'm a gemini too oh Air. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Air. Yeah. Love. Um, I, I can see Scorpio, though, because I'm kind of like... You have that spicy, but then you have, the, like, kind of the intellect, kind of, like, down-to-earth kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're, like, I'm so into horoscopes for some reason. I just think they're so interesting. I literally yeah. read my horoscope every night before bed, and I'm Same. like, this shit's gonna happen. I'm <laughs> yep. telling you right now, my friend's like, you're crazy. Like, it's just literally made up. I'm like, it's not it's made really up. Not. And even Sam, too, has been so into, like, well, we both just like manifesting, like you said, like law of attraction and like mm-hmm. just raising your vibrations. It makes a huge freaking difference. It is literally like transforming. Even today, I feel like I started my day off really weird and it's ending on such a high. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, OK, that's what manifestation is like. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like that, too. Like on the way here, I was like i was working all day today i mean this is so random but anyways i was working all day today and like i just started this new job and i was a little bit stressed i'm like fuck like i don't want to come and do this podcast and like not be able to be on the like yeah yeah. but like i feel good and it turns out good because like in the car i was like you know what i'm gonna meet a new person we're gonna see we're new faces like this is gonna be great and it turns out good and you're able to like have a conversation so i'm trying to live by this law of attraction too but it's like it's a journey but it's like it's so great i don't know like I literally wake up, I read my horoscope, and then now I'm super into, like, um, what are they called? Like, uh, uh, affirmations, basically. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, okay, like my new affirmation for the week is, I surrender to success, I surrender to wealth, I surrender to divine timing. And I say it, like, three times every day, yeah. and then something kind of happens i don't know you don't even realize it too it's just something happens and you're like okay like yeah it's because i attracted it also it's just so weird i don't know if it's just me but i see like animals Mm. like spirit animals like i will literally like i want to see this sort of animal and it will come to me and i'll be like holy fuck like i'll see in like real life like a grasshopper was in our fucking house the other day. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Like, huge. There's, like, like, a random ass. It looked old and wise, too. That's really know. cool. No, if your gut is telling you that is what it like, is. Like, it looked like an it old, is. like, okay, grandfather you grasshopper. <laughs> you low-key broke its leg with that cup. Oh, no. Well, I was trying to get it out of the house, oh. right? Because I was like, <laughs> like the dog, big. and the dog was trying to bark at it. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I trapped it and tried to, like, but I broke its leg. I felt bad. Oh, my God. But then I looked it up after, and it was, like, spiritual wealth and, like, oh. abundance. I'm like, I accept that, and I believe. Exactly. It was supposed to be in my house for a reason 100%. or like we said this story before just really quickly one time we were like i think we both said it that we wanted to see like two white butterflies and uh-huh. we were sitting down at the bench at like our nina's house and yeah. could you not yeah. sorry grandma <laughs> no, you know. no, no, no. You know. <laughs> two white butterflies like came and then like went one way to me and then one way to her yeah, it, was it was sketchy as shit i was like holy fuck like it was so random but like, i don't believe in coincidences at all like i think if you call something and you see it like it's meant to be i have literally everything happens for a reason like tatted on my shoulder yeah, I love like that. It, it seems so like ambiguous and just like like of course everything's but it's like some people don't actually believe it like things are meant to happen at a certain time i think you know what 100%. i mean and, yeah divine timing is a thing like if i didn't take the ttc that day then i, I would not have say, been sitting was, here it was <laughs> in that state that like that guy yeah. came up to you thought he was a weirdo like the yeah. fuck to me and then he was like hey girl hey. Like, <laughs> yeah i'm like okay cool let's go and also it's like such like a mundane thing like taking the ttc like you're not gonna think that's gonna make or break your 
next life. seven, eight years of your yeah. life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's like, exactly. That's crazy to me. I uh, think my final thoughts about like your experience. Wait, oh, sorry. No, I want to ask one more thing. <laughs> sorry. We're, but I just want to know what is a typical day in the life? Okay. I want to know that too. There a- is no typical day in the life. Okay. What's like, <laughs> um, a typical, like, on on a shoot day okay let's say a typical yeah. just like day in the life on a shoot day so the night before i literally go to bed at like 10 p.m beauty mm-hmm. sleep is a real thing catch mm-hmm. your sleep everybody sleep is amazing mm-hmm. i wake up um i love shoot days because i don't have to do my makeup or hair so i literally just wake up wash my hair blow dry it or whatever they want me to do with it i put a sheet mask on i put my mask on now in the pandemic and what i kind literally of sheet mask something with moisture definitely something moisturizing okay. to make your skin like nice and plump and then i put my mask on and i go into an uber and i go to my shoot like that's and all. how longer shoots usually like the whole day it depends like there's half days where it's like you're doing two looks but then there's days when you're doing e-commerce and i'm literally wearing like a hundred outfits and mm. like six hours that Jeez. seems cool again that's something like on the outside that seems really cool but like no nah. like content days to take pictures i'm out of i, I literally want to go home like the second <laughs> yeah. we change outfits so you gotta do more i was but like honestly I'm content days i've like just recently got into the whole content creating thing and that's kind of harder than actual shoots like in a shoot thank god i have my makeup artist i have the actual photographer but you like content days yeah. exactly like you gotta do everything sometimes I do it myself and it's just like damn like i need this angle but like my yeah, yeah, yeah or, like, like finding out where to go yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly um and like the reason why i asked that is because again on social media on tiktok you see like day in the life of a model it's like wake up at 6 45 yeah stretch my legs yoga pilates yeah to stretch my muscles and make them look nice granola bowl all the time you know the perfect acai bowl like like, when did you have the time i woke up at 10 i need to be out of my house by 10 30 they went to revitalize and got that bowl don't even lie like there's no way anyways um yeah do you have any more questions i mean sorry this I, like i told you like it's this podcast sometimes just yeah, goes like no, off the it. edges like we didn't stick to the whole no it's totally fine topics but yeah i mean do you have anything no i was gonna say i think my final thoughts like from what you said is just to take chances we always talk about it and you never know where you're gonna end up you exactly. never know like what's gonna happen in your life and even just with beauty standards i really really love like what you're whole, doing yeah, like yeah, it's amazing saying, i think know. now especially for girls and guys too yeah who want to get into modeling or who just want to be more comfortable themselves just yeah. like own who you are and exactly. do not compare yourselves to like anybody that's the worst that is type a, of criticism you can do to yeah, yourself 100%. because you don't even know what's happening behind the scenes <sighs> yeah yeah people. people are like oh my gosh they'd come up to be like oh you're doing so great you're wow i see you glowing up blah, blah, behind closed doors i'm like waiting for my next payment and i'm just sitting here like when's my next job gonna come and yeah. blah blah mm-hmm. blah but like, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes exactly right? yeah 100 yeah. percent. and i guess like for your final thoughts is there anything you want to like preach to anybody who's trying to follow their dreams or like specifically wants to get into modeling? Yeah, if you want to get into modeling, just be p- prepared to hear no, 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 no. Like modeling is basically hearing no until you hear yes. Mm-hmm. But don't let that break you down. Go into the um go into the industry with a purpose. I think that's the best. Like whoever you are, if you're from a certain country, if uh, you have a certain disorder or something, really yeah. like explore that and put that out in the open because you don't know how many people that you can actually help and you don't even know that you're helping them and just like be you honestly and just love it and enjoy it Mm -hmm. love it like enjoy it and just don't 
like don't let it beat you up or eat you up like just enjoy it basically Do life yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think passion is what drives success so if exactly. you're truly tra- passionate about it you you're, will get it and you work hard you'll you'll get it 100 so. you thoughts? i mean no i said a lot of thoughts that's probably <laughs> it all right guys we're Thank gonna welcome back to the podcast we're here we're chilling we have a guest today on the podcast finally someone who isn't our mom so (laughs) yeah that's exciting we don't want to do too much of an introduction so we'll let her introduce herself what's up my name is peace i'm a model here in toronto and thanks for having me i'm excited i'm actually so excited and i'm a little bit jealous of how smooth her voice is. Yeah, we're saying like she sounds like a Spotify yeah, like, like, voiceover person. Keeping a cento. Yeah. <laughs> she should literally be our intro. Can, can we? I like, got you. We should like, actually. actually I'm not joking. Like we'll record a track of her voice. You can say exactly that. That was no problem. Perfect. I'm here. You okay. Me. <laughs> so we don't know too much about you. Mm-hmm. Um, we just. I guess unfortunately only see like through social media so that's all we know but exactly um i think something that obviously stood out to us a lot that seemed to be in a lot of your captions and just like in your bio Mm -hmm. was that you're somewhere changing beauty standards exactly um and that's something that we've touched on on the podcast a couple times just briefly but we only have like our two perspectives and just about how like for us it's really about how social media has shaped beauty standards for young women and men i mean we only have the young woman perspective for but sure yeah both um so we kind of just want to like talk about that and have a discussion about Let's that and like it. what it's does that mean to you everything and so much especially being in the industry you know like i went from being like a size one model to being like a plus size model basically in the industry so like i've been in the trenches when it comes to like beauty standards and things like that Mm -hmm. and like you saying that we are so shaped on like social media it's the whole world that it shapes basically now with like trends with bbl trends and all of Mm -hmm. that people like suicide and like Mm -hmm. everything It, it gets really really deep so yeah like i think the one thing that i feel i model for is basically beauty standards and letting people know like just love yourself be totally yourself unapologetically yourself because like there's another other person you can be no and i think before we get get more into that yeah um i want to know like how you started what you're doing today like Mm -hmm. just give us a backstory like who you are how you started it also because we don't i feel like we don't know any professional model i don't and from the outside looking into like the modeling world it it i feel like to some to people like us it's probably something it's not it looks so glamorous right luxurious like like, oh my god yeah yeah. you know what i mean everyone sees like the final final touches they don't see the models in 30 degree weather modeling parka jackets because you have to do a season before like it looks great but honestly it is really really hard work like Kudos to all the models out there. Like Kudos I got to into, I got into it. Like oh, I just want to be a glamorous girl. And then I was like, what did I sign up for? So how did you like initially? First of all, a lot of 
also what we talk about is how we like initially get into certain career paths and like yeah. what makes us want to pursue those passions so yeah. start from the beginning like what how, how did it go for you basically um i used to live in edmonton i went to high school there and no offense to anyone who lives there but edmonton is totally just dead zone like we call it deadminton basically oh, <laughs> like, there's, nothing to do there. there's nothing to do okay so i was there i was just uh, in high school you know 18 years old trying to figure out what i want to do in life and everyone's like oh like you're tall you should model blah 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 i'm like yeah you know definitely something i want to get into and then i had a lot of friends who like we would just play with makeup i had a friend who wanted to be a photographer so we just combined our passions together and i just started making like random pictures and stuff or whatever and then i just started talking to people and my friends were like i want to move to toronto and become a model but it was just me just saying my highest dream of something that i wanted to yeah. do like i had literally no idea it. literally yeah <laughs> and that's what we talk about before lot, we didn't like, know so what manifesting was you were already manifesting yeah, yeah you know out of nowhere i didn't even know what it was at myself too and then all of a sudden i had friends over here and they're like hey like it's super popping in toronto right now like you should move here i'm 19 i saved a bunch of money and i literally moved got a one-way ticket and moved yeah. here oh my God. out of nowhere sorry so when was mm -hmm. that like what this was 2000 and 14 okay yeah. january 7 2014 that was the day i landed here and my horoscope said pack your bags you're going on a journey oh my <laughs> God, so i was like wait crazy. what it was super freaky but i love it okay so you came here so i got here <laughs> it was not fun i was so broke i missed my mom's house like i was literally working on queen street at like a food like stop place just giving people random food behind a counter like it was not the life that i envisioned for myself at all so i just got kind of in like this very dark zone but i never really gave up i was always like going to agencies and like mm -hmm. giving them like my looks and stuff like that got turned down by every single person i ever went to and then randomly i was going home one night and i decided to take the uh the streetcar normally i just walk and i'm waiting at the streetcar and this buff short tatted man comes up to me and i'm talking to my mom on the phone <laughs> i'm like there's this man staring at me if i start screaming call 911 oh this God. is my location and he comes up to me he's like are you a model and i'm like oh thank god you know you are okay thank god and he was a photographer i ended up going to his place like two days later he entered me into this l canada competition from there i got like top 15. Wow. then wow. i was signed to my agent then i was signed to an agency and then it all so it spiraled from there yeah so it happened exactly I feel like it happened like really quick no it did like at the beginning part happened really quick but then once you got into it it's just like you're doing free creatives and stuff like that mm. so you're never really making money and even just like i started learning about myself too in that process started getting into the whole where we're going to get into like beauty standards and trying to be like the best that i can be in an industry that wasn't really fit for me in the beginning and mm -hmm. it just goes on and on and on can we can i ask you about like if you feel comfortable talking about of it? course a lot of like what i think about too and i i feel like maybe fran as well and and a lot of other just like millennials or people that are trying to adult is like taking the risk for being able to actually do something you love and that's what you did you literally packed your yeah. bags and moved to toronto and people like there's so many people who want to maybe not literally pack their bags and move but just like stop what they're doing and just take that risk so yeah. like what did it mentally have to take for you to do that and how did you overcome the struggle of i guess coming to toronto and being like oh my god i have no money what am i going to do like like how do you overcome that and like what got you through that sorry on only that but also like fear of like what other people are gonna think yeah like your family your friends because i know for us like 
our family is they are like they're open to whatever and obviously open to our dreams but there's also a part of them where it's like you gotta do this this and that, yeah you know of course so. of course like for me it started off with not even like not even caring what my family had to say like i was like okay i'm 19 this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to do like i just could not think of anything. I had tunnel vision. By the time I got to Toronto, I was like, did I make a mistake? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, if I go back, then what did I do all yeah. of this for? What did I risk all of this for? Yeah. So like, don't get me wrong. There was many nights I cried, many nights I was like, what am I doing? What should I do? Should I do this? But I somehow just like kept going forward, kept praying, kept trying to manifest and like kind of got where I am now. And it's still like. That's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, like. I praise people who are able to do that because it's so hard. I feel like you, you like make a decision about something you want to do and like you get there and you kind of like hit a wall and it's almost like make or break. It's either I'm going to continue pushing through this wall. And for you, that was just continuing to reach out to agencies and do all of that stuff. And eventually you came across someone who opened that door. You can't be afraid of rejection in life. Like you really just have to just keep on going. And when you have like, people have been rejected with everything you always go in here you know oprah got fired from her job and she was something some millionaires don't become millionaires until they're like 50 like you really Mm -hmm. cannot stop if you see that vision for yourself Mm -hmm. just the vision alone is going to take you farther than you can ever go and i feel like you have to have like a don't give a fuck mentality a hundred percent like it's easier said than done but like literally there life is an illusion at this point like Mm -hmm. you really just have to be in your own world and do your own thing that's so true and that's why we like it's great for us to have someone like you on because we always say that sort of shit we're always like you just need to go for it and like we have our own experiences but like people listening to this like hearing it from somebody who actually went through it as well like other than us who like just talk (laughs) talk about it all the time but it's it's like you know what i mean you're attesting to the fact that if you push through your fears and those boundaries you'll you'll get somewhere for sure um one advice i would give people though is like don't like make sure you have a good plan like i definitely regret like there's moments i regret like yeah that was really stupid and obviously you learn from it as well Mm -hmm. but make sure you have a decent plan like if you do have if you like don't jump into things if it's going to take you five months to do it let it take you five months don't glamorize people you like don't go on even social media and be like oh my gosh this person's living the best life i want to do that tomorrow and let's take the wrong path to get there like Mm -hmm. really just take your time believe in yourself and you will get it i like that a lot yeah. Yeah, me too. um okay so what happened i guess when you said that you got to toronto the photographer kind of scouted you out and then mm-hmm. you entered into you said the l canada yeah and then you got an agent i got an agent and from there it was kind of just that was kind of like it went uphill it was super great and then it went downhill again basically just with like again trying to keep up with the beauty standards like i was basically vegan like now i could actually kind of admit like i probably had an eating disorder at that point Mm because i was like barely eating food constantly working out like I don't know what I was working out. I had nothing on my bones mm-hmm. and still looking in the mirror and be like, damn, I kind of look fat right now. Like, yeah. and now if I look at the pictures, I'm like, bro, I was hungry. Like what mm-hmm. the heck? Yeah. So from there it was like going to like castings and I don't know, I was really young and I feel like, um, even with my experience of going to castings now, I'm a bit older. So when I talk to like the designers and things like that, they treat me with a little bit more respect. But that back then, like they were just, I was just a piece of meat. I had, 
I've experienced so many rude encounters with certain people and I'm just like, oh, so it just got at that point. I feel like I'm so grateful that I went through that low doing something that I love because it taught me to love myself and bring me to my now, I guess, purpose in Mm -hmm. the industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those beauty centers that you're talking about back then, which I mean, it wasn't that long ago, 2014, (laughs) but back then, but I mean, how did you like it was it because just out of my own curiosity within the industry people you talk to people that were at the castings were a certain type of look or was it more social media for um, you as a model for is more so like sample sizes like everyone wants at that time wanted the skinniest girl everyone like if you're the skinniest girl oh you're good here you can go to new york new york you can go to australia like they just want to mm-hmm. basically exploit you if you are that good sample size basically mm-hmm. and everyone and i guess the modeling industry it's just like the skinniest girl, the best skin girl, like mm-hmm. that kind of basic, what you see on like commercials and yeah, Maybelline like magazines, and stuff. Yeah. Exactly yeah. that yeah. type of stuff. And like, no, if you see these girls in real life, we have acne, we're just awkward. Like, you know, they try to make you into this perfect being and then you start thinking you're this perfect being. And when in real life you're not because no one is, you just start going crazy. I mean, this does not compare probably to what you have been through as a model at all but when you say that it reminds me of the fact that like when we started recording this and we would like i would like look back at the youtube video and i'm like like oh my god i want to cry i'm not even kidding yeah Yeah, no but that's with everyone and everything i swear but it's like like, why because i think of myself like when i look at pictures and i'm posing with my like pouted lips and my eyebrows raised i'm like oh my god that's how i look good yeah and people will praise me and be like oh my god you look so good there and then i see myself on camera talking and making expressions and i'm like okay like i'm not actually like i don't even look that pretty like no first off you guys are gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) but that's just what that reminds me of you know what i mean exactly yeah they set a standard for you kind of to be a certain way exactly and like when you're at the top there's no other place but to go down but it's such an illusion like it's not that we are just a whole cycle and a whole blend of different things and i can't even imagine that because you have cameras on you like 24 7 it's not like you can tell them no this is my good side like they don't give a fuck like (laughs) whatever angle they want that's what i told him we're like like, we need it here because that's our good side like there it's like we're getting every angle every inch of your body so like you looking at that i'm sure it's kind of like yeah and right. it's like day, struggling. Yeah. i'm still my biggest critic but like that's when you have to learn like the art of not giving a fuck it's yeah. just like okay cool that's it if someone might hate it someone might love it and i'm just gonna go exactly. on with my day right um i have a question about like boundary setting mm. and like i guess your industry when it because you say that now like you have a purpose right like yeah. in the mod like you have a specific pur- purpose and, and that's changing beauty standards and showing everyone that you can be yourself but it, was there a certain point or like a certain story time or encounter where you were like, hey, I'm not going to take this bullshit anymore. And this is what I'm going to do from here on out. I'm just going to lay it down to them. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I think I've had a really good journey and everything that I've kind of dealt with was very like in internal and things like of that sense. Like mm-hmm. I've never was out of shoe. And be like, no, that's not OK. Like because mostly honestly everything has been okay like i've been able to work with really great people like shout out to my agents they always match their girls with like the right people if there's any like oh this guy's kind of like a predator or whatever like they cancel them <laughs> off the list yeah, like good. thank goodness mm-hmm. but like i mean there's certain times where even literally three days ago i had an experience where i got this call sheet to go on a shoot they just gave us like what's a call sheet sorry I'm <laughs> no i'm like, sorry I'm like, no, it's okay. yeah. I just, you know, like, no i just like 
let you know. Yeah. yeah. No, um, a call sheet is basically it tells you the model when to come, what to wear, okay. stuff like that. Just okay, the basics. Cool. This is where it's going to be. This is the closest hospital. Stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> just nice in case. You just know? in case. <laughs> so I got a call sheet. It just said, you know, be at this um, address at this time. That's it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like, it's going to be chill. She was for like a skincare line. So I'm like, oh, whatever. It's going to be calm. I wore heels. I looked cute that day. And I called my Uber. I got to the location and I seen a makeup artist with a table in the middle of a parking lot. And I was like, oh, no, this is an outdoor shoe. And like one thing about me, like I once had an outdoor shoe and it was so hot. They didn't feed us. I literally fainted. <gasps> So I have this Stop. thing where I just don't, like, I need to know if it's an outdoor shoot or not so I could just prepare myself. That's it. Yeah. They didn't say that. It was really weird. And then I got my makeup done. I was like, whatever, it's not that hot. And then a car came and picked me up and took me to this location. And this location, I kid you not, was, like, in the middle of, a, like, a bush, basically. I don't know. It's, like, a little <laughs> entrance, and then it's, like, a forest. And I thought a coyote was going to come and get me at any point. There was, like, the grass was like up to my knees basically like it was just really weird and they're like oh yeah just stand there and like move and blah 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 and then I had to tell them no like honestly I don't know what poison ivy looks like I didn't mm. know any of the conditions hmm. of this you need to like let your models know and they were like a newer production team so I like I wasn't rude about it but I just let them know like listen yeah. if you want to have models and this is the type of conditions that you want to put us in like we're still human and there's certain things that we will not do I don't care how much you're paying me like yeah. my safety comes number one so i just had to like let them know like you know safety conditions like a lot of people look at models like oh they'll do anything but like no no we won't yeah 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 and that's that's again something that how it looks like from the outside looking in it's like oh my god like these models will like you call them to do something and they're there exactly like oh jump off a cliff for the look i'm like for the shot i'm like no yeah exactly it's like no like give me the green screen yeah that's crazy i didn't know that like they don't tell you the location of see normally sometimes they do and they should but just for like there's a few times when i didn't get that i'm just like is it because they know i'll say no or something like i don't know they want to like suss it out when you come exactly yeah (laughs) or maybe they just don't care but hopefully now they know (laughs) what was your like favorite shoot or like experience with you modeling like your most favorite one if you can hmm. pick um, one or if you can say yeah sorry uh, we're, we're such like newbies no yeah, i so love it for sure i think my favorite um client that i've worked for was nordstrom oh and cool. yeah like it was basically about like being ourselves and just i literally walked in i was so hung i was this close not to go to the casting i was super hung over i didn't want to do my hair so i literally just got a head wrap and wrapped it around my head and i went to my casting and i was like oh like they they may not like this but you know what fuck it i'm here my agent can't say didn't try yeah i walked in they're like oh my gosh i love that look blah 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 ended up booking them the first campaign we had like a whole billboard on young and dundas it was super brilliant it was amazing and i literally wore the same head wrap i wore at my casting on the actual like um campaign so i was like okay so they, they loved it they loved it so i was like thank god <laughs> that's that's like what i like to see it's like just people in their natural habitat exactly because i, I don't know why like companies brands whatever instagram people think mm-hmm. that the 
the perfect quote-unquote person is going to attract viewers you know what i mean is going to make people want to buy like yeah i mean maybe that's just how i think but i want to see like real people doing real things like i'm not going to be more inclined to buy a product if it's from someone who's quote-unquote like perfect looking and no hate to them like yeah but i feel like before even like you know we were so into this like everyone wants to be glamorous this this, and that but the older we get and now like us 20 year olds we are now the future we are the ones that are changing what's going on and we are smart enough to know like nah, that's not really what it is this is actually how it is we're living it now we're the ones who are in charge of like the creative direction of certain brands and stuff now so thankfully hopefully like things are moving in the right direction when it comes to that for sure i was gonna say i do think like now our generation's becoming more progressive and like yeah. what they think is like body positive or body image exactly mm-hmm. you do still see and again like no hate to instagram models at all they're yeah. gorgeous but you do still see like you know bbl big tits big boobs small exactly. waist and for me being someone who's always been petite with no butt and yeah. like hardly no boobs i'm like shit like i don't look like that like <laughs> you, know? you know what i mean and that was something that i struggled with a lot too like especially through the pandemic we've talked about before yeah when like you have that period to yourself where you're kind of just thinking about like Mm -hmm. i don't know what you like about yourself what you don't whatever and i see all these instagram models i'm like shit like that's yeah that's like tough but now it's i don't know i think it's becoming more progressive about just loving yourself and that's something that i think everyone needs to practice 100 percent. i think this podcast too just seeing yourself talking and just like being authentically you has yeah. made me realize like fuck who cares about that's great you know what that's i mean so great and that's like the that's the human journey i feel just learning to love yourself at the end of the day like what else can you do there's mm-hmm. nothing yeah. else to do exactly i'm wondering too like have you like since you've kind of been on this journey and like you've set this you've made this point to kind of have a purpose within your modeling journey mm-hmm. and career have you had women like reach out to you Oh my gosh. Say thank you because like I feel appreciative of you. I don't uh, we hardly know you that well <laughs> yeah. right now but like I I feel appreciative just about how you think about it and how you speak about it because yeah. I think like mm-hmm. yeah, for aspiring models out there like that's so great to hear. For so sure. I'm just wondering like what encounters have you had with people? <laughs> Mine are so funny because literally I kid you not like at least once every 3 days I have some girl like oh my gosh, I have such a big forehead and I've seen your pictures and I'm just so thankful oh I'm like God. you know what why not because Gosh. i used to be that girl i used to wear bangs like 38 7 like that's me. constantly I'm not you know yeah but i was like you know what? fuck it like come see my face this is what it is and we move on like yeah. i have a big forehead so what like i don't care and then like even girls with gaps are like oh like i've been uh, wanting to like get braces but now i see you embracing it and it's just like yes like that is literally the only thing i do this for i don't care about anything else if i can make somebody else feel more comfortable about themselves mm-hmm. i've done my job i love that that's it i love that listen i've been self-conscious about my forehead since i was like <laughs> no, i don't even remember okay. all i do is wear my hair back in a ponytail and so like i don't know what's going on but i think it's like pulling back my hairline <laughs> <laughs> like yeah everyone's like your hairline's receding it's fine i'm like oh my god but i love that it's true like this yeah. is just who i am like i'm not gonna spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to get fix a whole all, yeah no i hate needles forehead. i can't even get my blood taken let alone any type of surgery can so you, like can you like, imagine all those things that you'd want to fix and you'd have to do that for and then there's people like you you know like just embracing those things yeah so. yeah i can't be bothered honestly that's amazing <laughs> um you wanted to ask her about horoscopes oh yeah because we we're reading mm. the dms you're like i'm a gemini so yeah like, are you into like horoscopes i am i am for sure I'm this, is, this is off topic this is so off topic but like no, but um 
do, do you know like all about science and stuff like that? I know like I know a bit. We wanted yeah. to ask you to guess what you think we it are. Would be. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Just like just like out of from your first like impression. <laughs> I'm scared. I feel like Libra. Both of us? For one of you guys. Oh, that's Sam. <laughs> that's me. Okay. That's I'm getting Wait. Libra energy. Okay. Very like kind of balanced, but still determined. And the other. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might say like Scorpio. Oh. Okay. Or oh, no. or Aquarius. I'm a Gemini too. Oh! Oh, air. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Air. yeah. Love. Um, I, I can see Scorpio though, because I'm kind of like you have that spicy, but then you have like kind of the intellect, kind of like down to earth kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're like, I'm so into horoscopes for some reason. I just think they're so interesting. I literally yeah. read my horoscope every night before bed, and I'm Same. like, this shit's gonna happen. I'm yep. telling you right now, my friend's like, you're crazy. Like, it's just literally made up. I'm like, it's not it's made really up. Not. And even Sam too has been so into like. Well, we both just like manifesting, like you said, like law of attraction and like mm-hmm. just raising your vibrations. I, it makes a huge freaking difference. It is literally like transforming. Even today, I feel like I started my day off really weird and it's ending on such a high. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, OK, that's what manifestation is like. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like that, too. Like on the way here, I was like I was working all day today. I mean, this is so random. But anyways, yeah. I was working all day today and like. I just started this new job and I was a little bit stressed. I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to come and do this podcast and, like, not be able to... Be like, on the, like... Yeah, yeah, but, like, I feel good. And it turns out good because, like, in the car, I was like, you know what? I'm going to meet a new person. We're yeah. going to see we're new faces. Like, this is exactly. going to be great. And it turns out good and you're able to, like, have a conversation. So totally. I'm trying to live by this law of attraction, too. Yeah. But It's, like, yeah. it's a journey, but it's, like, it's so great. I don't know. Like, I literally wake up, I read my horoscope, and then now I'm super into, like... um what are they called like uh, uh, affirmations, basically? Oh yes. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, like my new affirmation for the week is: I surrender to success, I surrender to wealth, I surrender to divine timing, and I say it like three times every yeah. day, and then something kind of happens. I don't know. You don't even <laughs> realize it too. It's just something happens, and you're like, okay, like yeah, it's because I attracted it. Also, it's just so weird. I don't know if it's just me, but I see like animals, mm. what do you like mean? spirit animals. Like I will literally like I want to see this oh. sort of animal Mine is and it will come to me and i'll be like holy fuck like I you'll see it in like real life like a grasshopper was in our fucking house the like, oh, yeah. like huge like, like a random ass it looked old and wise too. that's really know. cool no if your gut is telling you that is what it like, is it looked like an it old is. like okay grandfather you grasshopper <laughs> you low-key broke its leg with that cup oh no. well i was trying to get it out of the house oh. right so i was like, like no dog big. and the dog was trying to bark at it oh, yeah, so yeah. i trapped it and tried like but i broke its leg i felt bad oh my god then i looked it up after and it was like spiritual wealth and like oh. abundance i'm like i accept that and i believe exactly it was supposed to be in my house for a reason 100%. or like we said this story before just really quickly one time we were like i think we both said it that we wanted to see like, two white butterflies and uh-huh. we were sitting down at the bench at like our nina's house and yes. could you not yeah. sorry grandma <laughs> no, you know. No, no, no. two white butterflies like came and then like went one way to me and then one way to her yeah, it, was it was sketchy as shit i was like holy fuck like it was so random but like, i don't believe in coincidences at all like i think if you call something and you see it like it's meant to be i have literally everything happens for a reason like tatted on my shoulder yeah, I love like that. It, it seems so like ambiguous and just like like of course everything's but it's like some people don't actually believe it like 
things are meant to happen at a certain time, I think. You know what 100%. I mean? And, yeah. Divine timing is a thing. Like, if I didn't take the TTC that day, then I, I would not have say, been sitting here. It was in that state that, like, that guy yeah. came up to you, thought he was a weirder, like, get the yeah. fuck away from me. And then he was like, hey, girl. Hey. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. And also, it's, like, such, like, a mundane thing. Like, taking the TTC, like, you're not going to think that's going to make or break your next life seven eight years of your yeah. life yeah like, you know what i mean exactly that's like exactly that's crazy to me i uh, think my final thoughts about like your experience wait. oh sorry no i want to ask one more thing <laughs> sorry we're but i just want to know what is a typical day in the life okay i want to know that too okay. there is no typical day in the life okay what's like <laughs> um a typical like on on a shoot day okay let's say. a typical yeah. just like day in the life on a shoot day so the night before i literally go to bed at like 10 p.m beauty sleep is a real thing get mm. your sleep everybody sleep is amazing mm-hmm. i wake up um i love shoot days because i don't have to do my makeup or hair so i literally just wake up wash my hair blow dry it or whatever they want me to do with it i put a sheet mask on i put my mask on now in the pandemic and what i literally sheet mask something with moisture something with moisture definitely something moisturizing to make your skin like nice and plump and then i put my mask on and i go into an uber and i go to my shoot like that's and how longer shoots usually like the whole day it depends like there's half days where it's like you're doing two looks but then there's days when you're doing e-commerce and i'm literally wearing like a hundred outfits and like six hours oh, that Jeez. seems cool again that's something like on the outside that seems really cool but like no nah. like content days to take pictures i'm out of i, I literally want to go home like the second yeah. we change outfits so you gotta do more i was but like honestly I'm content days i've like just recently got into the whole content creating thing and that's kind of harder than actual shoots like in a shoot thank god i have my makeup artist i have the actual photographer but you like content days, yeah. exactly like you gotta do everything sometimes I do it myself and it's just like damn like i need this angle but like my I can't get it. yeah or, like, like finding out where to go yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly um and like the reason why i asked that is because again on social media on tiktok you see like day in the life of a model it's like wake up at 6 45 yeah Yeah. stretch my legs yoga pilates yeah to stretch my muscles and make them look nice granola bowl all the time you know the perfect acai bowl like like, when did you have the time i woke up at 10 i need to be out of my house by 10 30 they went to revitalize and got that bowl don't even lie like there's no No way Anyways, um, yeah, do you have any more questions? I mean, sorry, this, I, like I told you, like, it's this podcast sometimes just yeah, goes, like, no, rears off the it. edges. Like, we didn't stick to the whole... No, it's totally fine. ...topics, but yeah, I mean, do you have anything? No, I was going to say, I think my final thoughts, like, from what you said is just to take chances we always talk about it, and you never know where you're going to end up. You exactly. never know, like, what's going to happen in your life, and even just with beauty standards, I really, really love, like what you're doing like it's amazing i think now especially for girls and guys too yeah who want to get into modeling or who just want to be more comfortable themselves just like own who you are and do not compare yourselves to like anybody that's the worst that is type of criticism you can do to yourself because you don't even know what's happening behind the scenes (sighs) yeah yeah people people are like oh my gosh they would come up to be like you're doing so great you're wow i see you glowing up blah blah behind closed doors i'm like waiting for my next payment and i'm just sitting here like when's my next job gonna come and blah 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 you don't know what's happening behind the scenes exactly yeah 100 percent. and i guess like for your final thoughts is there anything you want to like preach to anybody who's trying to follow their dreams or like specifically want to get into modeling? Yeah, if you want to get into modeling, just be p- prepared to hear no, 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 no. Like modeling is basically hearing no until you hear yes. Mm-hmm. But don't let that break you down. Go into the um, 
go into the industry with a purpose. I think that's the best. Like whoever you are, if you're from a certain country, if uh, you have a certain disorder or something, really like explore that and put that out in the open because you don't know how many people that you can actually help and you don't even know that you're helping them. And just like be you, honestly, and just love it and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Like enjoy it and just don't. Like, don't let it beat you up or eat you up. Like, just enjoy it, basically. Life. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think passion is what drives success. So if exactly. you're truly tra- passionate about it, you you're, will get it. And you work hard, you'll you'll get it. 100%. So. How about you? Any thoughts? I, I mean, no. I said a lot of thoughts. That's probably it. Sorry, guys. We're going to What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. We're here. We're chilling. We have a guest here on the podcast. Finally, someone who isn't our mom. So yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. We don't want to do too much of an introduction for the guest today. Just uh, thanks to former model here in Toronto. Just having me on. I'm excited. I'm actually so excited. And I'm a little jealous of how cute your voice is. Yeah, we're saying like she sounds like a Spotify yeah, like. like voiceover person yeah <laughs> she should literally be our intro can, can we i like, got you we should well, actually, actually i'm not joking like we'll record this back voice. you can say exactly that that was no actually problem. perfect i'm here okay. so we don't know too much about you um we just i guess unfortunately only see like through social media so that's all we know but um i think something that obviously stood out to us a lot that seemed to be in a lot of your passion beliefs that's in your bio mm-hmm. was that you were somewhere crazy fun. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's something that we touched on on the podcast a couple times just briefly, but we only have like our two perspectives mm-hmm. and just about how, like for us, it's really about how social media has shaped beauty standards for young women and men. I mean, we only have the men's like perspective, but yeah, yeah. both. Um, so we kind of just want to talk about that and like dive into that. And like, what does that mean to you? Everything and so much, especially being in the industry, you know, like I went from being like a size one model to being like a plus size model basically in the industry. So like I've been in the trenches when it comes to like beauty standards and things like that. And like these things that we are so shaped on with social media, it's a whole world that we're faced with right now with like trends and PBL trends and all mm-hmm. of that. People yeah. with suicide and mm-hmm. yeah, everything. It's just like really, really deep. So yeah, like think the one thing that I feel I'm modeled for is basically beauty standards and letting people know that you should love yourself and you're totally yourself unapologetically yourself because there's not another person like you yeah so true and I think before we get get more into that um I want to know like how you started what you're doing today like just give us a backstory like who you are how you started it also because we Yeah, like, luxurious, like, like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone so, sees, like, the final, final touches. They don't see the models in 30-degree weather modeling parka jackets because we yeah. have to do a season before. Like, it looks yeah. great, but honestly, it is really, really hard work. Like, yeah. 
because of all the models out there. Like I got into, I got into it. Like I just want to be a glamorous girl, and then I was like, what did I sign up for? So how did you like initially? First of all, a lot of also what we talk about is how we like initially get into certain career paths, and like what makes us want to pursue those passions. So start from the beginning. Like what? How? How did it go for you? Basically, um, I used to live in Edmonton. I went to high school there, and no offense to anyone who lives there, but Edmonton is totally just dead zone. Call it Deadmonton, basically. Oh, there's like, nothing to do there. There's nothing to do. Okay. So I was there. I was just um, in high school, you know, 18 years old, trying to figure out what I want to do in life. And everyone was like, oh, like, you're tall. You should model, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, definitely something I want to get into. Mm-hmm. And then I had a lot of friends who, like, we would just play with makeup. I had a friend who wanted to be a photographer. And we just combined our passions together. And I just started making, like, random pictures and stuff or whatever. And then I just started talking to my friends were like, I don't know if you want to be a model, but it was just me just saying my highest dream was something that I wanted to yeah. do. Like, literally manifesting it. Literally. literally yeah. manifesting. And that's what we talk about Before a lot. We we're like, so. What manifesting was, you were already manifesting yeah. it. Yeah. You know, out of nowhere. I didn't even know what it was at myself, too. And then all of a sudden, I had friends over here, and they're like, hey, like, it's super popping in Toronto right now. Like, you should move here. I'm 19. I saved a bunch of money, and I literally moved, got a one way ticket. Here, oh my god out of nowhere sorry so when was mm-hmm. that like what this was 2014 okay, okay. january 7 2014 was the day i was born and my horoscope said pack your bags you're going on a journey oh, oh my god stop like, that's what? crazy it was super freaky but i love it okay so you came here so i got here <laughs> it was not fun i was so broke i missed my mom's house like i was literally working on queen street at like a food like stop place just giving people random food behind a counter like it was not the life that I envisioned for myself at all so I just got kind of in like this very dark zone but I never really gave up I was always like going to agencies and like Mm -hmm. giving them like my looks and stuff like that got turned down by every single person I ever went to and then randomly I was going home one night and I decided to take the uh the streetcar and normally I just walk and I'm waiting on the streetcar and this buff short tatted man comes up to me talking to my mom on the phone i'm like there's this man staring at me if i start screaming call 911 oh this god. is my location and he comes up to me he's like are you a model and i'm like oh thank god no, <laughs> thank god and he was a photographer i ended up going to his place like two days later he entered me into his l canada competition from there i got like top 15 wow then i was signed to my agent then i was signed to an agency and then it all so it spiraled from so it happened exactly. qu- I feel like it happened like really quick, no? It did. Like at the beginning part happened really quick, but then once you got into it, it's just like you're doing free creatives and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You're never really making money. And even just like I started learning about myself too in that process. Started getting into the whole world of getting get into like beauty standards and trying to be like the best that I can be in an industry that wasn't really fit for me in the beginning and mm-hmm. it just goes on and on and on. Can we can we ask you about like too and I, I feel like maybe for any girl and, and a lot of other just like millennials and people that are trying to model is like taking the risk for being able to actually do something you love and that's what you did you literally packed your bags and moved to Toronto and people like there's so many people who want to maybe not literally pack their bags and move but just like stop what they're doing and just take that risk so yeah. like what did it mentally have to take for you to do that and how did you overcome the struggle of I guess coming to Toronto and being like oh my god I have no money no money how do you overcome that? Like, what got you to do that? Sorry, 
Oh, not only that, but also like fear of like what other people are going to think, like yeah. your family, your friends. Because I know for us, like our family is, they are like, they're open to whatever and obviously open to our dreams, but there's also a part of them where it's like, you got to do this, this, and that, yeah, you know? Of course, so, of course. Like for me, it started off with not eat, like not even caring what my family had to say. Like I was like, hey, I'm 19. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. Like I just could not think of anything. I had tunnel vision. By the time I got to Toronto, I was like, did I make a mistake? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, if I go back, then what did I do all yeah. this for? What did I risk all of this for? Yeah. So, like, don't get me wrong. There's many nights I cried, many nights I was like, what did I do? What should I do? Should I do this? But I somehow just, like, kept going forward, kept praying, kept trying to manifest, and, like, just kind of got where I am now. And it's just good. Like That's crazy, honestly. Like, I praise people. like you get there and you kind of like hit a wall and it's almost like make or break it's either I'm going to continue pushing through this wall yeah and for you that was just continuing to reach out to agencies and exactly. do all that stuff and eventually you came across Toronto exactly. and that's the one you can't be afraid of rejection in life yeah. like you really just have to just keep on going when you have like people have been rejected with everything you always heard and hear you know Oprah got fired from a job when she was something six million or so become millionaires until they're like 50 or mm-hmm. yeah, 40 mm-hmm. depending on the job but if you see that vision for yourself the vision alone is going to take you farther than you can even imagine. So true. And I feel like you have to have, like, a don't give a fuck mentality. Like, literally about anything. Like, it's easier said than done, but, like, literally, there's life is an illusion at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you really have to be in your own world and do your own thing. Like, yeah. So true. And that's why we, like, it's a joy for us to have someone like you on because we always say that sort of shit. We're always like, you just need to go for it. And, like, yeah. we have our own experiences, but, like, people listening to this, like, hearing it from someone who actually went through well like other than us who like just talk, <laughs> talk about it all the time no, but it's, it's like you know what I mean? you're a testament to the fact that you pushed through your fears and you're finally here so like that's crazy um one advice i would give people though is like don't like make sure you have a good plan like i definitely regret like there's moments i regret like yeah that was really stupid and obviously you learn from it as well mm-hmm. but make sure you have a decent plan like if you do have to if you like don't jump into things take you five months to do it let it take you five months yeah. don't glamorize pe like don't go on even social media and be like oh my gosh this person's living the best life i want to do that tomorrow and just take the wrong path to get there like mm-hmm. really just take your time believe in yourself and you will get it mm-hmm. i like that a lot yeah me too um okay so what happened i guess when because like you got to toronto and like talked about kind of tokyo and mm-hmm. entered into you said the l canada yeah and then you got an agent I got an agent, and from there, it was kind of just, that was kind of like, it went uphill, it was super great, and then it went downhill again, basically, just with, like, again, trying to keep up with the beauty standards. Like, I was basically vegan, like, now I can actually kind of admit, like, I probably had an eating disorder at that point. Mm -hmm. I was, like, barely eating food, constantly working out, like, I don't know what I was working out, I had nothing on my bones, Mm -hmm. and still looking in the mirror and be like, damn, I kind of look fat right now, like, and now if I look at the pictures, I'm like, I was hungry like what the heck yeah so from there I was like going to like castings like I don't know I was really young and I feel like um even with my experience of going to castings now I'm a bit older so when I talk to like the designers and things like that they treat me with a little bit more respect but back back then like they were just I was just a piece of meat I I experienced so many rude encounters with certain people and I'm just like oh so it just got at that point I feel like I'm so grateful that I went through that low doing something that I love because it 
me to love myself mm-hmm. and bring to my now, I guess, purpose mm-hmm. into the industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so those YouTube things, I'll go to back then, because I mean, it wasn't that long ago, so yeah. of course you go to back then. <laughs> but I mean, how did you, like, it, was it because people from the Miami Theater that you were in the industry, people you talked to, people that were at the castings were a certain type of look? Or was it more social media for um, you as a model? It's more so like sample sizes. Like everyone wants at that time wanted the skinniest girl. Everyone like if you're the skinniest girl, oh, you're basically you can go to New York. New York, you can go to Australia. Like they just want to basically exploit you if you are that good sample size. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone and I guess the modeling industry is just like the skinniest girl, the best skin girl, like mm-hmm. that kind of basic what you see on like commercials. And yeah, like, like magazines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Type of stuff. awkward like you know they try to make you into this perfect being mm-hmm. and you start thinking you're this perfect being when in real life you're not because no one is you just like oh okay you're just like this i mean this does not compare probably to what you have been through as a model at all but when you say that it reminds me of the fact that like when we started this whole business and we would like i would like look back at the I like want to cry. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I'd like I know, but that's with everyone and everything. I swear. But yeah, it's like, like why? Because I think of myself like when I look at pictures and I'm holding them and I see like pouted lips yeah. and my eyebrows raised. I'm like, oh my god, that's how I look. Good. Yeah. And people will praise me and be like, oh my god, you look so good there. And then I see myself on camera talking and making expressions. I'm like, okay, like I'm not actually pretty. Like I don't even look that pretty. But no. First off, you guys are gorgeous. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just what that reminds me of. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. They set a standard for you. Exactly, and like when you're at the top, there's no other place to go down. But yeah, it's such an illusion. Like it's not that we are just a whole cycle of a whole blend of different things. And I can't even imagine that because you have cameras on you like twenty four seven. It's not like you can tell them, no, this is my good side. Like yeah. they don't give a fuck. Like no. whatever <laughs> angle they want. That's what I told them. We're like Ricky, <laughs> we need it here because that's our good Please. side. Like there, it's like we're getting every angle, every inch yeah. of your body. So like you looking at that, I'm sure it's kind of like, yeah, right. It's like day, struggling. Yeah, still my biggest. But, like, that's when you have to learn, like, the art of not giving a fuck. It's yeah. Like, okay, cool. Like, that's it. If someone might hate it, someone might love it. And I'm just going to exactly. go on my day. Right. Um, I have, have a question about, like, boundary setting. Mm-hmm. In, like, I guess your industry and everything. Because you say that now, like, you have a purpose, right? Like, yeah. when you're a model, like, you have a specific pur- purpose. And that's clearly you and your motivation and everything that you do with that. But was there a certain point or, like, a purposeful time or an encounter where you were like, okay, I'm not gonna take this bullshit anymore, and this is what I'm gonna do for someone, and I'm just gonna lay it into them. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I think I've had a really good journey, and everything that I've kind of dealt with was very like in internal in some sort of that sense. Like, mm-hmm. I've never was at a shoot like, no, that's not okay. Like, because mostly, honestly, everything has been okay. Like, I've been able to work with really great people. Like, shout out to my agents; they always match their girls with like the right people. If there's any like fake models that cancel them off the list yeah like, yeah thank goodness <laughs> but like i mean there's certain times where even literally three days ago i had an experience where i got this call shoot was going to shoot they just gave us like what was it called shoot sorry I'm <laughs> no i'm sorry no it's okay a call sheet is basically it tells you the model when to come what to wear okay. stuff like that just okay, the cool. basics this is where it's going to be this is the person's hospital stuff like that oh <laughs> just nice in case, you know? <laughs> so 
So I got a call sheet. It just said, you know, be at this um, address at this time. That's it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like, it's going to be chill. She was for like a skincare line. So I'm like, oh, whatever. It's going to be calm. I wore heels. I looked cute that day. And I called my Uber. I got to the location. And I seen a makeup artist with a table in the middle of a parking lot. And I was like, oh, no. This is an outdoor shoot. And like one thing about me, like I once had an outdoor shoot and it was so hot. They didn't feed us. I literally fainted. (gasps) So I have this thing where I just don't like I need to know if it's an outdoor shoot or not. So I can just present myself. That's it. Yeah. Say that it was really weird, and then I got my makeup done. I was like, whatever, it's not that hot. And then a car came and picked me up and took me to this location. And this location, I kid you not, was like in the middle of just like a bush. Basically, I don't know. It's like a little entrance, and then it's like a forest. And I thought a coyote was gonna come and get me at any point. There was like the grass was like up to my knees, basically. Like it was just really weird. And they're like, oh yeah, just stand there and like move and blah blah. And then I had to tell them, no, like, honestly, I don't know what poison ivy looks like. I didn't mm-hmm. know any of the conditions of this. You need to, like, let your models know. And they were, like, a newer production team. So I, like, I wasn't rude about it, but I just let them know, like, listen, yeah. if you want to have models and this is the type of conditions that you want to put us in, like, we're still human. And there's certain things that we will not do. I don't care how much you pay me. Like, yeah. my safety comes number one. First priority, yeah. So yeah. I just had to, like, let them know, like, you know, safety conditions. Oh, they'll do anything, but like, no, no, we won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's again something that how it looks like from the outside looking in. It's like, oh my god, like these models will like do all of these things. Like, exactly. They'll do like, it. like, oh, jump off a cliff for the look. I'm for like, the, for the shot. I'm like, no. for the look. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> for the aesthetic, just jump off the cliff for us. <laughs> exactly. It's like no, like give me a green screen. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I didn't know that you like they don't tell you the location of. See, normally sometimes they do, and they should. Yeah. But just for like there's a few times when I didn't get that. I'm just like, is it because they want to like scare me or something? Like I don't know. They want to like suss it out when you talk. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe they just don't care. But hopefully now they know. <laughs> what was your like favorite shoot or like experience with you modeling? Your most favorite one, if you can pick um, one or if you can say. Yeah. Sorry, uh, we're, we're such like newbies. Yeah, no, we're I so we're it. so annoying too. Like, oh like what? Tell us your favorite story. <laughs> tell, uh, for sure. I think my favorite. Um, that I worked for was Nordstrom. Oh, cool. And yeah, like, it was basically about, like, being ourselves and just, I literally walked in. I was so hung, I was this close not to go to the casting. I was super hungover. I didn't want to do my hair, so I literally just got a head wrap and wrapped it around my head. And I went to my casting. And I was like, oh, like, they, they may not like this, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm here. Yeah. My agent can't say, give me a try. Yeah. I walked in. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love Ended up booking them the first campaign. We had like a whole billboard on Young and Dundas. It was super oh, brilliant. Wow. It was amazing. And That's I crazy. literally wore the same head wrap I wore at my casting on the actual like um, campaign. So I was like, okay. So they, they loved it. They loved it. So I was like, thank God. <laughs> that's that's like what I like to see. It's like just people in their natural habitat. Exactly. Because I, I don't know why, like brands, whatever, Instagram people think that the, the perfect quote-unquote person is going to attract viewers and really is going to make people want to buy it. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe that's just how I think, but I want to see, like, real people doing real things. Like, I'm not going to be more inclined to buy a product if it's from someone who's quote-unquote, like, perfect-looking perfect. and no hate to them. 
yeah. Little, but I feel like before even, like, you know, we were so into this, like, everyone wants to be glamorous, this, this, and that. But the older we get, and now, like, us 20-year-olds, we are now the future. We mm-hmm. are the ones yeah. that are changing what's going on. And we are smart enough to know, like, no, nah, that's not really what it is. This is actually how it is. We're living it now. We're the ones who are in charge of, like, the creative direction of the yeah. Yeah. and stuff now. So, thankfully, hopefully, like, things are moving in the right direction when it comes to that. I was going to say, I do think, like, now our generation's becoming more progressive in, like, what they think is, like, body positive or body image. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You do still see, and again, like, no hate to Instagram models at all. They're yeah. gorgeous. But you do still see, like, you know, BBL, big tits, big boobs, small yeah. waist. And... For me, being someone who's always been petite with no butt and, like, hardly no boobs, I'm like, shit, like, I don't look like that. Like, crap. You know what I mean? And that was something that I struggled with a lot, too. Like, especially throughout the pandemic we've talked about before, when, like, you have that period to yourself where you're kind of just thinking about, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, what you like about yourself, what you don't, whatever. And I see all these Instagram models, I'm like, shit, like, that's, that's, like, tough. But now it's... I don't know. I think it's becoming more progressive about just loving yourself. And that's something that I think everyone needs to practice. And I think this podcast too, just seeing yourself talking and just like being authentically you has made me realize like, fuck, who cares about, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm wondering too, like, have you like, since you've kind of been on this journey and like you've set this, you made this point to kind of have a purpose within your modeling journey and career, have you had women like reach out to you? Oh my god. Say thank you because like I feel appreciated of you. I don't uh, we hardly know you that well right <laughs> now, but like I I feel appreciated just about how you think about it and how you speak about it because yeah. I think like mm-hmm. yeah, for aspiring models out there like that's so great to hear. For so sure. I'm just wondering like what encounters have you had with people? <laughs> Mine are so funny because literally I kid you not like at least once every 3 days I have some girl like oh my gosh. I have such a big forehead, and I've seen your pictures, and I'm just so thankful. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. You know what? Why not? Because Gosh. I used to be that girl. I used to wear bangs, like, 38-7, like, That's me. I'm not joking. You know? Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, come see my face. This is what it is, and we move on. Like, yeah. I have a big forehead, so what? Like, I don't care. And then, like, even girls with gaps are like, oh, like, I've been uh, wanting to, like, get braces, but now I see you embracing it. And it's just like, yes, like, that is literally the only thing I do this for. I don't care about anything else. If I can make somebody else feel more comfortable about themselves, mm-hmm. I've done my job. I love that. I love that. Listen, I've been self-confident on my forehead since I was like, <laughs> I don't even remember. All I do is wear my hair back in a ponytail. And so like, I don't know what's going on, but I think it's like pulling like, my hairline <laughs> a little bit even receding. It's receding a little bit. Like, yeah, everyone's like, your hairline's receding. It's fine. I'm like, oh my God. But I love that. It's true. Like, this yeah. is just who I am. Like, I'm not going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to fix all the whole fucking foreheads. I can't even get my blood taken, let alone any type of surgery. Can you, like, can you imagine all those things that you would want to fix that you have to do that for? And then there's people like you, you know, like, just embracing those things. Yeah. That's what I say. (laughs) Um, Do you want to talk to your girls? Oh, yeah, because we're reading your DMs. You're like, I'm a Gemini, so yeah. I talk like, are you into, like, horoscopes? I am. I am, for sure. I wanted like, to, this, is, this is off topic. This is so off topic. But, like, oh, but um, do, do you know, like, all about signs and stuff like that? I know, like, I know a bit. We wanted yeah. to ask you to guess what you think yeah. we would be. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Just, like, just, like, out of, from your first, like, impression. <laughs> I'm scared. I feel like. 
for one of you guys. Well, that's Sam. That's me. Okay. That's good. I'm getting Libra energy. Okay. Very like kind of balanced, but still determined. And the other. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, I might say like a Scorpio. Oh. Okay. Or or Aquarius. I'm a Gemini too. Oh. Gemini air. twins. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. we're air. Yeah. Love. Um, I I can see Scorpio though, because I'm kind of like. You have that spicy. Have like kind of the intellect, kind of like down to earth kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're like I'm so into horoscopes for some reason. I just think they're so interesting. I literally yeah. read my horoscope every night before bed, and I'm Same. like, this shit's gonna happen. I'm yep. telling you right now, my friends like you're crazy. Like, it's just literally made up. I'm like, it's not made up. And even Sam too has been so into like, well, we both just like manifesting, like you said, like law of attraction and like mm-hmm. just raising your vibrations. I, it makes a huge freaking difference. It is. started my day off really weird and it ended on such a high and mm-hmm. it's like oh okay that's what manifestation is for yeah i felt like that too like on the way here i was like i was working all day today i mean i work from home anyways i was working all day today and like i just started this new job and i was a little bit stressed i'm like fuck like i don't want to come and do this podcast and like not be able to be like, on the like yeah, yeah but like i feel good and it turns out good because like in the car i was like you know what i'm gonna meet a new person we're yeah. gonna see we're gonna meet new faces like I literally wake up, I read my horoscope, and then now I'm super into, like, um, what are they called? Like, uh, uh, affirmations, basically. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, like, my new affirmation for the week is, I surrender to success, I surrender to wealth, I surrender to divine timing. And I say it, like, three times every day, and then something kind of happens. I don't know. You don't even <laughs> realize it, too. It's just something happens, and you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah. it's because I attracted it. Also... It's just so weird. I don't know if it's just me, but I see, like, animals. <laughs> like, spirit animals. Like, I will literally, like, I want to see this oh, sort of animal, and it will come to me, and I'll be like, holy fuck, like, I literally... In, like, real life? Like, a grasshopper was in our fucking house. Like, like why oh. is there... Like, like, huge, there's, like, like, a random ass... It looked old and wise, too. That's I don't know. cool. <laughs> no, if your gut is telling you that is what it like, is... Like, it looked like an old, is. like, okay, grandfather grasshopper. You low-key broke his leg with that cup. Well, I was trying to get it out of the house, right? Because I was like, we have a dog, and the dog was trying to bark at it. So I trapped it and tried, like, but I broke its leg. I felt bad. But then I looked it up after, and it was, like, spiritual wealth and, like, abundance. I'm like, I accept that, and I believe it was supposed to be in my house for a reason. Or, like, we said this story before, just really quickly. One time, we were, like, I think it was Bill who said it, but we wanted to see, like, two white butterflies. And we were sitting down at the bench at, like, our Nina's house. And kid you not... Sorry, Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> no, you know. Two white butterflies like came and then like went one way to me and then one way to her. Yeah. It was the sketchiest shit. I was like, holy fuck. Like, that was so random. But like, I don't believe in coincidences at all. Like, I think if you call something and you see it, like it was meant to be. I have really everything happens for a reason. I just had it on my shoulder. Yeah, I love like, that. It, it seems so like ambiguous and just like like of course like it is, but it's like some people don't actually believe it. Like things are meant to happen a certain. If I didn't take the PPP that day, like, I was I just gonna say was it was literally <laughs> fate that like that guy yeah. came up to you, thought he was a weirder, like get the yeah. fuck away from me, and then he was like, "Hey, girl, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, let's go." And also, it's like such like a mundane thing, like taking the PPP, like you're not gonna think that's gonna make or break your next life. seven, eight years of your yeah. life, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's like exactly. That's crazy. 
I think my final thoughts about like your experience. Wait. Oh, sorry. No, I want to ask you one more thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, go. Sorry, I didn't know. But I just want to know what is a typical day in the life? Okay, I want to know that too. Um, <laughs> there's no typical day in my life. Okay, what's like um a typical like on on a shoot day? Okay, let's say a typical yeah. just like day in the life on a shoot day. So the night before, I literally go to bed at like 10 p.m. Do mm-hmm. sleep overboard things. Mm-hmm. I do sleep. Everybody sleep is amazing. Mm-hmm. I wake up. Um, I love shoot days because I don't have to do my makeup or hair. So I literally just wake up, wash my hair, blow dry it, or whatever they want me to do with it. I put a sheet mask on. I put my mask on now in the pandemic. And what I kind of sheet mask? Something with moisture. Definitely something moisturizing okay. to make your skin like nice and plump. And then I put my mask on and I go into an Uber and I just go to my shoot. And how long are shoots usually, like, the whole day? It depends. Like, there's half days where it's, like, you're doing two looks, but then there's days when you're doing e-com looks and literally doing, like, a hundred outfits in, like, six hours. Oh, that seems cool. Again, that's something, like, on the outside that seems really cool, but, like... No. Dude, we do, like, content days to take pictures, and I'm out of... I, I literally want to go home. Like, the second <laughs> yeah. we change outfits, Tim, so you gotta do more. I was well, like, honestly, I'm done. content days, I'm, like, just recently got into the whole content creating thing, and that's kind of harder than actual shoots. Like, a shoot thank god i have my makeup artist i have the actual photographer but have the direction days, yeah. exactly like you gotta do everything sometimes I do it myself and it's just like damn like i need this angle but like my you can't yeah, get it yeah, or like, like finding out where to go yeah. yeah it's just <laughs> yeah, like fuck. exactly um and like the reason why i asked that because again on social media on tiktok you see like day in the life of a model it's like wake up at 6 45 yeah stretch my legs <laughs> yoga and pilates <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I was going to say, I think my final thoughts, like, from what you said is just to take chances. We always talk about it, and you never know where you're going to end up. You never know, like, what's going to happen in your life. And even just with beauty standards, I really, really love, like, your whole... Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I think now, especially for girls and guys, too, who want to get into modeling or who just want to be more comfortable with themselves, just, like, own who you are and do not compare yourself to, like, anybody. That's the worst type of criticism you can do to yourself. Because you don't even know what's happening behind the scenes with... Those yeah, people. people are like, oh my gosh, you come into me like, oh, you're doing so great. You're wow, I see you blowing up, blah, blah, behind closed doors. I'm like waiting for my next payment. And I'm just sitting here like, when's my next job going to come? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, like you don't know what's happening behind the scenes, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I guess like for your final thoughts, is there anything you would like to preach to anybody who's trying to follow their dreams or like specifically want to get into modeling? Definitely. If you want to get into modeling, just be pre- prepared to modeling is basically hearing no until you say yes mm-hmm. like don't let that break you down go into the um go into the industry with a purpose i think that's the best like whoever you are if you're from a certain country if uh, you have a certain disorder or something really yeah. like explore that and put that out in the open because you don't know how many people that you can actually help and you don't even know so that true. you're helping them and just like be real on your shit and just love it and enjoy it love mm-hmm. it like enjoy it and just don't Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And I, th- I think passion is the best investment. Like, the least amount of passion there's out there, the least effort. 
Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. We're here. We're chilling. We have a guest today on the podcast. Finally, someone who isn't our mom. So yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. We don't want to do too much of an introduction. So we'll let her introduce herself. And I'm a little bit jealous of how smooth her voice sounds. Yeah, we're saying like she sounds like a Spotify. Yeah, like it's voiceover person. Yeah. Oh <laughs> she should literally be our intro. Can can we like? We well, let's actually. Re- I'm not joking. Like we'll record a track of her voice. You can say exactly that. That was no actually problem. perfect. I'm here. Okay. So we don't know too much about you. Um, we just, I guess, unfortunately, only see like through social media. So that's all we know. But. Um, I think something that obviously stood out to us a lot that seemed to be in a lot of your captions and just like in your bio was that you're somewhere changing beauty standards. Um, and that's something that we've touched on on the podcast a couple of times, just briefly, but we only have like our two perspectives and just about how, like for us, it's really about how social media has shaped beauty standards for young women and men. I mean, we only have the young woman perspective, but both. Um, so we kind of just want to like talk about that and have a discussion about that. And like, what does that mean to you? Everything and so much, especially being in the industry, you know, like I went from being like a size one model to being like a plus size model in the beauty industry. So like I'm in the trenches when it comes to like beauty standards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, Yeah. Everything. It's like really, really deep. So, yeah, like, I think the one thing that I feel I'm modeled for is basically beauty standards and young people know that this never felt easy. Like, literally, it felt unapologetically it felt this way. It's never, ever feels like this way. No. Yeah, so true. And I think before we get more into that, um, I want to know, like, how you started what you're doing today. Like, mm-hmm. just give us a backstory, like, who yeah. you are, how you started it. Also, because we don't, I feel like we don't know any professional models I don't, and I don't. from the outside looking into like the modeling world it, it i feel like to some to people like us it's probably something it's not it looks so glamorous and yeah, like luxurious um, like, like oh my god yeah. yeah you know what i mean Everyone so sees like the most final final touches they don't see the models in 30 degree weather modeling carpet jackets because yeah to do a season before like it looks yeah. great but honestly it is really really hard work yeah kudos to all the models kudos to you i got into it like i just want to be a glamorous girl and then i was like what did i sign up for so how did you like initially first of all a lot of also what we talk about is how we like initially get into certain career paths and like what makes us want to pursue those passions so start from the beginning like what how how did it go for you basically um i used to live in edmonton i went to high school there and no offense to anybody out there but edmonton is totally just dead zone like we call it deadmonton basically oh there's like nothing to do there there's nothing to do Okay. So I was there. I was just um, in high school, you know, 18 years old, 
trying to figure out what I want to do in life. And everyone's like, oh, like, you're tall, you should model, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, definitely something I want to get into. And then I had a lot of friends who, like, wanted to play Jamaica Club. I had a friend who wanted to be a photographer. We just combined our passions together and just started making, like, random pictures and stuff or whatever. And then I just started talking to a few people, and my friends were like, just come and meet them, like, blah, blah, blah. But it was just me just saying my highest dream of something that I wanted to do. Yeah. Literally manifesting it. Literally. Yeah. Another thing we talk about Before we didn't know what manifesting was, you were already manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Out of nowhere. I didn't even know what it was myself, too. And then all of a sudden, I had friends over here, and they're like, hey, like, I can't believe you're talking about Toronto right now. Like, you should move here. I'm 19. I like, saved a bunch of money, and I literally got a one-way ticket and moved here. Oh, my God. And sorry, so when was that? Like, what? This was 2014. Okay. January 7th. Oh my, my god. god, that's crazy! It. it was super freaky, but I love it. Okay, so you came here. So I got here. It was not fun. I was so broke. I missed my mom's house. Like I was literally working on Queen Street at like a food like shop place, just giving people random food behind the counter. Like it was not the life that I envisioned for myself at all. So I just got kind of in like a very dark zone. But I never really gave up. I was always like going to agencies. I was like mm-hmm. giving them like my looks and stuff like that got turned down by every single person I ever went to and then randomly I was going home one night and I decided to take the uh, streetcar normally I just walk and I'm waiting at a streetcar and this buff short tatted man comes up to me I'm talking to my mom on the phone <laughs> I'm like there's this man staring at me if I start screaming call 911 oh this god. is my location and he comes up to me he's like are you a model and I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> thank god and he was a photographer. I ended up going to his place like two days later. He interviewed like Air Canada competitions, and there I got like top fifteen. Wow! Wow! I was signed to my agent. Then I was signed to an agency. Then like you know. So it spiraled from there. Yeah. So it happened. Exactly. Qu- I feel like it happened like really quick. No. It did. Like at the beginning part happened really quick, but then once I got into it, it just like it grew to me and grew and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So never. to be like the best that I can be in the industry that wasn't really fit for me in the beginning and mm-hmm. it just goes on and on and on. Can we can I ask you about like if you feel comfortable talking on it? Of course. A lot of like what I think about too and I, I feel like maybe Fran as well and, and a lot of other just like millennials or people that are trying to adult is like taking the risk for being able to actually do something you love and that's what you did you literally packed your bags and moved to toronto and people like there's so many people who want to maybe not literally pack their bags and move but just like stop what they're doing and just take that risk so like what did it mentally have to take for you to do that and how did you overcome the struggle of i guess coming to toronto and being like oh my god i have no money what am i going to do like like how do you overcome that and like what got you through that sorry not only that but also like fear of like what other people are yeah your family your friends because i know for us like our family is they are like they're open to whatever and obviously open to our dreams but there's also a part of them where it's like you gotta do this this and that yeah, you know of course, so of course like for me it started off with not even like not even caring about my family and how they feel like i was like okay i'm 19 this is what i want to do this is what i'm gonna do like i just could not think of anything i had tunnel vision by the time i got to toronto i was like did i make a mistake because mm-hmm. then i was like if i go back then what did I do all yeah. this for? What did I risk all this for? Yeah. So like, 
nice. I was like, what is this English? Like, who's your big sis? But I somehow just like kept in the door, kept playing with like kind of random guys and stuff. And when I got work, I am like, so still like. That's crazy. Honestly, like, I praise people who are able to do that because it's so hard. I feel like you, you like make a decision about something you want to do and like you get there and you kind of like hit a wall and it's almost like make or break. It's either I'm going to continue pushing through this wall. And for you, that was just continuing to reach out to agencies and do all of that stuff. And eventually you came across someone who opened that door. Yeah. So true. And if you like, get the help, like I don't give a fuck mentality. Like oh, literally about anything. That's so true. And that's why we like it's great for us to have someone like you on because we always say that sort of shit we're always like you just need to go for it and like we have our own experiences but like people listening to this like hearing it from somebody who actually went through it as well like other than us who like just talk talk about it all the time it's like you know what i mean you're attesting to the fact that if you push through your fears and those boundaries you'll you'll get somewhere um everyone's yeah Obviously, you learn from it as well, mm-hmm. but make sure you have a decent plan. Like, if you do have to, if you say, don't jump into things. If it's going to take you five months to do it, let it take you five yeah. months. Don't glamorize people who, like, don't go on even social media and be like, oh, my gosh, this person's living the best life. I want to do that tomorrow. And, like, take the wrong path to get there. Like, mm-hmm. really just take your time, believe in yourself, and do your thing. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. Um. Okay, so what happened, I guess, when... You said that you got to Toronto, the photographer kind of scouted you out, and then you entered into, you said the L Canada, yeah. and then you got an agent. I got an agent, and from there, it was kind of just, that was kind of like, it went uphill, it was super great, and then it went downhill again, basically, just with like, again, trying to keep up with the beauty standards. Like, I was basically vegan, like, now I could actually kind of admit, like, I probably had an eating disorder at that wow. point, because mm-hmm. I was like, scared of eating food, constantly working out, like, I don't know what I was working out. I had nothing on my bones. Mm-hmm. And still looking in the mirror and be like, damn, like, I look fat right now. Like, yeah. And now if I look at the pictures, I'm like, bro, I was hungry. Like, what mm-hmm. the heck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, I was like going to like casting. So kind of I was really young. And I feel like um, even with my experience doing castings now, I'm a bit older. So when I talk to like the designers and things like that, they give me a little bit more respect. But back back then, like they were just, I was just a piece of meat. I At that point, I feel like I'm so grateful that I went through that low doing something that I love because it taught me to love myself mm-hmm. and bring me to my now, I guess, purpose mm-hmm. in the industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so those beauty standards that you're talking about back then, which, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, 2014, yeah. 2015, but back then. But, I mean, how did you like it was it because just out of my own curiosity within the industry people you talk to people that were at the castings were a certain type of look or was it more social media for you as a model it's more so like sample sizes like everyone wants at that time wanted to see me as a girl everyone like the big famous girl oh like this is what you can go to new york new york you can go to australia like they just want to Hmm. basically 
I mean, this does not compare probably to what you have been through as a model at all. But when you say that, it reminds me of the fact that like when we started recording this and we would like, I would like look back at the YouTube video and I'm like, like, oh my God. I'm going to cry. I'm laughing today. Yeah. I'm, but yeah, it's like, like why because i think of myself like when i look at pictures and i'm posing with my like pouted lips yeah. and my eyebrows raised i'm like oh my god that's how i look good yeah. and people will praise me and be like oh my god you look so good there and then i see myself on camera talking and making expressions and i'm like okay like i'm not actually pretty like i don't even look that pretty like but that's just what that reminds me of you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. they set a standard for you kind of to be a certain way And I right. can't even imagine that because you have cameras on you like twenty four seven. It's not like you can tell them, no, this is my good side. Like yeah. they don't give a fuck. Like no. whatever <laughs> angle they want. That's what I told him. I'm like, like that's my good side. Here, because that's our good <laughs> side. Like there, it's like we're getting every angle, every inch yeah. of your body. So like you looking at that, I'm sure it's kind of like, yeah, right. It's like struggling. Yeah. yeah. Still my biggest struggle, but like that's when you have to learn like the art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. Like okay, cool. That's it. Like someone might hate it, someone might love it, and I'm just gonna exactly. hold my day. Right. Um, I, I have a question about like boundary setting in like, I guess your industry when it, cause you say that now, like you have a purpose, right? Like yeah. in the mod, like you have a specific pur purpose and, and that's changing beauty standards and showing everyone that you can be yourself. But it, was there a certain point or like a certain story time or encounter where you were like, Hey, I'm not going to take this bullshit anymore. And this is what I'm going to do from here on out. I'm just going to lay it down to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I never was at a shoot, like, no, that's not okay. But, like, mostly, honestly, everything has been okay. Like, I've been able to work with really great people, like, self-care agents. They always know how to go and get the right people to work with me. All the best ones have been so far. Cancel them <laughs> off before. Yeah, me. that's I good. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, there's certain times where even literally three days ago, I had an experience where I got this call sheet for a shoot. It was this big, like, What's a call sheet? Sorry, I'm so oh, like, sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm just like, I don't want to lay no, down. No, yeah, no, it's okay. Um, the call sheet basically tells you the model when to come, what to wear, okay, stuff like that. Just okay, the cool. basics. This is what it's gonna be. This is the closest hospital, stuff like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just, nice just in case. <laughs> so I got a call sheet. It just said, you know, be at this um address at this time. That's it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like, it's gonna be a chill shoot. So I'm like, oh, whatever, it's going to be calm. I wore heels, I was cute that day, and I called my Uber. I got to the location, and I seen a makeup artist with a table in the middle of the parking lot. And I was like, okay. oh, no, this is an outdoor shoot. And, like, one thing about me, like, I once had an outdoor shoot, and it was so hot, they didn't feel like I even came. <gasps> so I have to say, so I just don't, like, I need to know if it's an outdoor shoot or not, so I can take that makeup off. That's it. Yeah. They didn't say that. It was really weird. And I got my makeup done. I was like, whatever, it's not that hot. And then the car came in. And I'm like, 
entrance and then it's like a forest and I thought a coyote was gonna come and get me at any point and it was like the grass was like up to my knees basically like it was windy and they're like oh yeah just stand there like move and blah 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 and then I had to tell them like no like honestly I don't know what poison ivy looks like I didn't mm-hmm. know any of the conditions mm-hmm. of this and you should like let your models know and they were like a newer production team so I like I wasn't rude about it but I just let them know like listen, yeah if you want to have models and Yeah. My safety comes number one. First priority. Yeah. So yeah. I just had to like let them know, like, you know, it's a safety condition. Like a lot of people look at models like, oh, they'll do anything. But like, no. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's again, something that how it looks like from the outside looking in is like, oh my God, like these models will like, you call them to do something and they're exactly. there. They'll do it. You know what I mean? Jump off a cliff for the look. For the, for the shot. I'm like, for, for the, the shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the aesthetic. Jump off the cliff for exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, like give me the green screen. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Like, they don't tell you the location of... See, normally, sometimes they do, and they should. Yeah. But just for, like, a few times, they're like, oh, yeah, like, it depends on the context of who's looking in. Like, I don't know. They want to, like, suss it out when you come. They're exactly. like, hmm, we'll should do it. What was your, like, favorite shoot or, like, experience with you modeling? Your most favorite one, if you can pick um, one or if you can say. Sorry, we're, we're such, like, newbies yeah, when it comes so, to this industry. We're, we're like, we're like oh, my like, God. Can tell us your favorite story. <laughs> tell, for sure. I think my favorite um, client that I've worked for was Camilla Cannon. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, like, it was basically about, like, being ourselves and just, I really walked in. I was so hung. I was this close not to go to the casting. I was super hungover. I didn't want to do my hair, so I literally just got a head wrap and wrapped it around my neck. And I get to my like this but you know what fuck it i'm gonna do it yeah agent can't say anything but fuck it yeah i walked in like oh my gosh i love that look blah 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 ended up booking them the first campaign we had like a whole billboard on young and dundas it was super oh wow it was amazing and that's crazy wore the same head wrap i wore at my casting on the actual like um campaign like okay so they, they loved it they loved it so i was like thank god that's that's like what i like to see it's like just people in their natural habitat exactly. because I, I don't know why like companies brands whatever instagram people think that the the perfect quote-unquote person is going to attract viewers you know what i mean is gonna make people want to buy like i mean maybe that's just how i think but i want to see like real people doing real things like i'm not going to be more inclined to buy a product if it's from someone who's quote-unquote like perfect looking and no hate to them like whatever but i feel like before even like you know we were so into this like everyone wants to be glamorous this this and that but the older we get and now like us 20 year olds we are now the future we literally are changing what's going on and we are smart enough to know that's not really what it is this is actually how it is we're living it now we're the ones who are in charge of like the creative direction yeah yeah and stuff now so thankfully hopefully like things are moving in the right direction and we're just gonna i was gonna say i do think like now our generation is becoming more progressive and like what they think is like body positive or body image Mm -hmm. you do still see again like no hate to instagram models at all they're gorgeous but you do still see like you know bbl big hits big boobs small ways and 
for me being someone who's always been petite with no butt and yeah. like hardly no boobs and like shit like Maybe. I don't look like that like crap yeah. you know what I mean and that was something that I struggled with a lot too like especially through oh the pandemic we've talked about it before yeah. when like you have that period to yourself where you're kind of just thinking about like mm-hmm. I don't know what you like about yourself what you don't whatever and I see on these Instagram models I'm like shit like that's that's like tough but yeah. now it's I don't know I think it's becoming more progressive about just loving yourself and that's something that I think everyone needs to practice and 100%. I think this podcast too just seeing yourself talking and just like being authentically you has yeah. made me realize like fuck who cares about exactly. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah exactly I'm wondering too like have you like since you've kind of been on this journey and like you've set this you've made this point to kind of have a purpose within your modeling journey and career have you had women like reach out to you say thank you because like i feel appreciative of you i don't uh, we hardly know you that well right now but like i i feel appreciative just about how you think about it and how you speak about it because i think like mm-hmm. Yeah, for aspiring models out there, like, that's so great to hear. So I'm just wondering, like, what encounters have you had with people? Mine is so funny because literally I kid you not, like, at least once every two years I have some girl like, oh, my gosh, I have such a big forehead and I see your pictures and I'm just so thankful. Oh, my, like, oh my Why not? Because gosh. I used to be that girl. I used to wear bangs, like, 38-7. Like, that's me. I'm not joking. You know? Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, come see my face. This is what it is. And we move on. Like, yeah. I have a big forehead. So what? Like, I don't care. And then, like, even going to Gap. So, like, oh, like, I've been uh, wanting to, like, get braces. But now I see you're braiding it. And I'm just like, yes. Like, that is literally the only thing I do this for. I don't care about anything else. I can do something else to get more comfortable about myself. Mm-hmm. I've done my job. I love that. Listen, I've been self-conscious about my forehead since I was like, I don't even remember. All I do is wear my hair back in a ponytail. And so like, I don't know what's going on, but I think it's like pulling back my hairline a little bit even more. Holy shit. Like, yeah, everyone's like, your hairline's receding. It's fine. I'm like, oh my God. But I love that. It's true. Like, this is just who I am. Like, I'm not going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to fix all, get a whole new fucking forehead. Can you, like, can you imagine all those things that you would want to fix that you'd have to do that for? And then there's people like you, you know, like, just embracing those things. So, that's amazing. Um, You wanted to ask her about horoscopes. Oh, yeah, because we're reading your DMs. You're like, I'm a Gemini, so yeah. are you into, like, horoscopes? I am, I am, for sure. Sorry, this is, this is off topic. This is so off topic. But, like, but, um, do you know, like, all about signs? I know, like, I know a bit. We wanted to ask you to guess what you think we are oh my gosh hmm. just like just like out of from your first like impression <laughs> i feel like libra both of us for one of you guys well that's sam <laughs> that's me okay. that's pretty good so wait libra energy okay very like kind of balanced but still determined and the other Oh, okay. Or, oh, no. Or Aquarius. I'm a Gemini, too. Oh, Gemini air. twin. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're air. Yeah. Um, I, I can see Scorpio, though, because I'm kind of like... You have that spicy, so then you have to, like, kind of like answer that kind of, like, down-to-earth Yeah, yeah, no, but we're, like, I'm so into horoscopes for some reason. I just think they're so interesting. I literally yeah. read my horoscope every night before bed, and I'm like, <laughs> this shit's going to happen. I'm yeah. telling you right now, my friend's like, you're crazy. It's just literally made up. I'm like, it's not 
made up. And even Sam, too, has been so into, like, well, we both just, like, manifesting, like you said, like, law of attraction and, like, mm-hmm. just raising your vibrations. I, it makes a huge freaking difference. It is literally life-changing. Even if you think of it from, like, I started my day off really weird and it ended on such a high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like that too. Like on the way here, I was like, I was working all day today. I mean, this is so random, but anyways, I was working all day today and like, I just started this new job and I was a little bit stressed. I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to come and do this podcast and like not be able to like, like, yeah, yeah. but like, I feel good. And it turns out good because like in the car, I was like, you know what? I'm going to meet a new person. We're going to see we're new faces. Like this is going to be great. And it turns out good. And you're able to like have a conversation. So I'm trying to live by this law of attraction too, but yeah. You don't even realize it too. It's just something happens and you're like, oh, okay, and like yeah. it's because I attracted it. Also, this is so weird. I don't know if it's just me, but I see like animals. <laughs> what do you like, mean? Spirit animals. Like I will literally like I want to see this oh. sort of animal. Mine is a bu- mine is a bunny. Me, and I'll be like, holy fuck! Like I literally like real life. Like the grasshopper was in our fucking house. Like, like oh yeah, like, like huge, like, like a random ass. It looked old and wise too. That's I don't really know. Cool. <laughs> no, if your gut is telling you that is what it like is. it looked like an it old is. like okay, but friend, you low grasshopper, you low key broke its leg with that cup. Well, I was trying to get it out of the house, right? Because I was like, well, like it was dog, big. The dog was trying to bark at it, oh, yeah. so I trapped it and tried to like, but I broke its leg. I felt bad. Oh, my God. But then I looked it up after, and it was like spiritual wealth and like oh. abundance. I'm like, I accept that, and I believe exactly. it was supposed to be in my house for a reason. 100%. Or like we said this story before, just really quickly. One time we were like, I think we both said it that we wanted to see like two white butterflies, and we were sitting down at the bench at like our nana's house, and yeah. grandma you not. Sorry, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> butterflies like came and then like went one way to me, then one way to her. Yeah, it was Sketchy fucking crazy. Shit. I was like, holy fuck, like, that was so random. But like, I don't believe in coincidences at all. Like, I think if you call something, then you see it. Like, it's meant to be. Like, I believe everything happens for a reason. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I love that. It, it seems so like ambiguous and just like like of course everything's. But it's like some people don't actually believe it. Like. Things are meant to happen at a certain time, I think. You know what I mean? And, yeah. I was just I was, I was just thinking that. It was that. fate that, like, that guy yeah. came up to you, thought he was a weirder, like, get the yeah. fuck away from me, and then he's like, hey, girl, like, yeah, and also it's like such a, like, a mundane thing, like, taking the TTC, like, you're not going to think that's going to make or break your next seven, eight years of your life, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's like... That's crazy to me. I think uh, my final thoughts about, like, your experience. Wait. Oh, sorry. No, I want to ask one more thing. Okay, go. <laughs> sorry, we're... But I just want to know, what is a typical day in the life? Okay, yeah, I want to know that, too. Of a... There's no typical day in the life. Okay, what's, like, um, a typical, like, on on a shoot day, okay. let's say? A typical yeah. just, like, day in the life on a shoot day. So, the night before, I literally go to bed at, like, 10 p.m. Usually it's busy here, so Mm-hmm. I wake up. Um, I love shoot days because I don't have to do my makeup or hair. So I literally just wake up, wash my hair, blow dry it, or whatever they want me to do with it. I put a sheet mask on. I put my 
mask on now during the pandemic. What kind of sheet mask? <laughs> I just want to know <laughs> how you get that skin. Yeah, something with moisture. Definitely something moisturizing. Okay. And how long are shoots usually like the whole day? It depends. Like there's half days where it's like you do them like two or three, but then there's days where you do a weekend, like then you would go like a hundred thousand shoots. Mm. Fuck, that Jeez. seems cool. Again, that's something like on the outside that seems really cool, but like in it, it's probably. We do like content days to take pictures. I'm out of. I, I literally want to go home. Like the <laughs> yeah. second we change outfits, so you gotta do more. I was well, like, I'm honestly, done. content days. I've like just recently got into the whole content creating thing, and that's kind of harder than actual shoots. Like in a shoot, thank God I have my makeup artist. I have the actual photographer. But you have the direction, yeah. Exactly. Like you gotta do everything. Sometimes do it by yourself, mm-hmm. and it's just like, damn, like I need this angle, but like. How do I get, yeah. yeah. Or, like, finding a Ask a random go. guy, yeah. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, like, fuck. Exactly. Um, and, like, the reason why I asked that is because, again, on social media, on TikTok, you see, like, day in the life of a model. It's, like, wake up at 6.45, yeah. stretch my legs. Yoga Pilates. Loga, yoga and Pilates to stretch my muscles and make them look nice. Granola bowl all the time. No, the perfect acai bowl. Yeah, like, how the fuck? You have the time. I woke up at 10. I need to be out of my house by 10. They went to revitalize and got that bowl. Don't even lie. Like, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Do you have any more questions? I mean, sorry. This, I, like I told you, like this podcast sometimes just goes like rears off the edges. Like we didn't stick to the whole no, topics. But yeah, I mean, do you have anything? No, I was gonna say. I think my final thoughts, like from what you said, is just to take chances. We always talk about it, and you never know where you're gonna end up. You never know like what's gonna happen in your life, and even just with beauty standards i really really love like what you're doing like that's amazing i think now especially for girls and guys too who want to get into modeling or who just want to be more comfortable themselves just like own who you are and do not compare yourself to like anybody that's the worst type of criticism you can do to yourself because you don't even know what's happening behind the scenes with those people people like oh my gosh you've come into your life you're doing so great you're wow i see you glowing up blah 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 behind closed doors i'm like waiting for my next payment and i'm just sitting here Gonna yeah but like you don't know what's happening behind the scenes right exactly. yeah 100 yeah. percent. and i guess like for your final thoughts is there anything you want to like preach to anybody who's trying to follow their dreams or like specifically wants to get into modeling or yeah, anything at all you want to get into modeling just be prepared to hear no 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 like modeling is basically saying no to your dream job mm-hmm. like don't mm-hmm. let that break you if you're from a certain country if uh, you have a certain disorder or something yeah like explore that and put that out in the open because you don't know how many people that you're actually helping and you don't even know that you're helping them and just like be real on your dream and like love it and enjoy it Mm -hmm. love it like enjoy it and just don't like you don't want to be here if you're not here like just enjoy enjoy life yeah and i I think passion is what drives success so if you're truly passionate about it you're and you work hard you'll you'll get it so how about you any thoughts i mean no i said a lot of thoughts that's probably it (laughs) all right guys thank you <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. We're here. We're chilling. We have a guest today on the podcast. 
What's up? My name is Peace. I'm a model here in Toronto, and thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm actually Welcome to Keeping It Cento. I got you. I'm not joking. If we're recording back, we're recording. You can say exactly that. No problem. I'm here. You can hire me. So we don't know too much about you mm-hmm. um we just i guess unfortunately only see like two social media posts on you but exactly um i think something that obviously stood out to us a lot that seemed to be in a lot of your captions and just like in your bio mm-hmm. was that you were somewhere chasing butterflies exactly um and that's something that we've touched on on the podcast a couple of times just briefly but we only have like our two perspectives yeah just about how like, for us, it's really about how social media has shaped beauty standards for young women and men. I mean, we only have the young women perspective. For sure, yeah. Both. Um, so we kind of just want to, like, talk about that and have a discussion about Let's that. Let's do like, it. What it's does that mean to you? Everything and so much, especially being in the industry, you know, like... I went from being like a size one model to being like a plus size model basically in the industry. So like I've been in the trenches when it comes to like beauty standards and things like that. And like you saying that we are so shaped on like social media, it's the whole world that it shapes basically now with like trends, with BBL trends and all of that. People like suicide and like everything. It, It gets really, really deep. So yeah, like I think the one thing that, I feel I model for is basically beauty standards and letting people know like just love yourself be totally yourself unapologetically yourself because like there's another other person you can be basically yeah, so true and I think before we get, get more into that yeah um, I want to know like how you started what you're doing today like just give us a backstory like yeah you are, how you started it also because we don't we don't know professional models yeah. and I know. from the outside looking into like the modeling world it, it, I feel like like us it's probably something it's not it looks so glamorous right luxurious like like, oh my god yeah yeah. everyone sees like the final final touches they don't see the models in 30 degree weather modeling parka jackets because you have to do a season before like it looks great but honestly it is really really hard work like kudos to all the models out there like i got into i got into it like i just want to be a glamorous girl and then i was like what did i sign up for so how did you like Yeah. What makes us want to pursue this passion? So yeah. Start from the beginning. Like, what? How? How did it go? Basically, um, I used to live in Edmonton. I went to high school there, and no offense to anyone who lives there, but Edmonton is totally just dead zone. Like, we call it Deadminton, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nothing to do. Okay. So I was there. I was just uh, in high school, you know, 18 years old, trying to figure out what I want to do in life. And everyone's like, oh, like, you're tall. You should model, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, definitely something I want to get into. And then I had a lot of friends who, like, we would just play with makeup. I had a friend who wanted to be a photographer. So we just combined our passions together. And I just started making, like, random pictures and stuff or whatever. And then I just started talking to people. And my friends were like, I want to move to Toronto and become a model. But it was just me just saying my highest dream of something that I wanted to do. Like, I had no idea. Literally. 
Yeah, you know, out of nowhere. I didn't even know what it was at myself too. And then all of a sudden I had friends over here and they're like, hey, like it's super popping in Toronto right now. Like you should move here. I'm 19. I saved a bunch of money and I literally moved, got a one-way ticket and moved here oh out of nowhere. So, so when was mm -hmm. that? Like, when this was 2014. Yeah, January 7, 2014. That was the day I landed here. And my horoscope said, pack your bags, you're going on a journey. Oh <laughs> I was like, wait, what? It was super freaky, but I love it. Okay, so you came here. So I got here. <laughs> it was not fun. I was so broke. I missed my mom's house. Like, I was literally working on Queen Street at, like, a food, like, stop place just giving people random food behind a counter like it was not the life that i envisioned for myself at all so i just got kind of in like this very dark zone but i never really gave up i was always like going to agencies and like mm -hmm. giving them like my looks and stuff like that got turned down by every single person i ever went to and then randomly i was going home one night and i decided to take the uh the streetcar normally i just walk and i'm waiting at the streetcar and this buff, short, tatted man comes up to me and I'm talking to my mom on the phone. I'm like, there's this man staring at me. If I start screaming, call 911, this is my location. And he comes up to me, he's like, are you a model? And I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, you are gay, thank God. And he was a photographer. I ended up going to his place like two days later. He entered me into this L Canada competition. From there, I got like top 15. Wow. Then I was signed to my agent. Then I was signed to an agency. And then it all... So it spiraled from there. Yeah, so happened, exactly. It, it happened like really quick, no? It did. Like at the beginning part happened really quick. But then once you got into it, it's just like you're doing free creatives and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So you're never really making money. And even just like I started learning about myself too in that process. Started getting into the whole where we're going to get into like beauty standards and trying to be like the best that I can be in an industry that wasn't really fit for me in the beginning. And mm -hmm. it just goes on and on and on. Of course. A lot of, like, what I think about, too, and I, I feel like maybe Fran as well, and, and a lot of other just, like, millennials or people that are trying to adult is, like, taking the risk for being able to actually do something you love, and that's what you did. You literally packed your yeah. bags and moved to Toronto. And people, like, there's so many people want to maybe not literally pack their bags and move, but just, like, stop what they're doing and just take that risk. So, yeah. like, what did it mentally have to take for you to do that? And... How did you overcome the struggle of, I guess, coming to Toronto and be like, oh my God, I have no money. What am I going to do? Like, like, how do you overcome that? And like, what got you to do that? Sorry. I'll not only that, but also like fear of like what other people are going to think. Yeah. Your uh. family, your friends. Because I know for us, like our family is, they are like, they're open to whatever and obviously open to our dreams. But there's also a part of them where it's like, what do we do? Yeah, you know? of course. So. Of course. Like for me, it started off with not even like not even caring what my family had to say. Like I was like, okay, I'm 19. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. Like I just could not think of anything. I had tunnel vision. By the time I got to Toronto, I was like, did I make a mistake? Mm -hmm. But then I was like, if I go back, then what did I do all yeah. of this for? What did I risk all of this for? Yeah. So like, don't get me wrong. There was many nights I cried. Many nights I was like, what am I doing? What should I do? Should I do this? But I somehow just like kept going forward, kept praying, kept trying to manifest and like kind of got where I am now. And it's still like, that's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, like I praise people who are able to do that because it's so hard. I feel like you, you like make a decision of like something you want to do. Yeah. And, like you get there and you kind of like hit a wall and it's almost like making a decision. Like I'm going to continue pushing through this wall. Yeah. And for you, that was just continuing to 
to agencies. Exactly. Exactly. You can't be afraid of rejection in life. Like you really just have to just keep on going. And when you have like people have been rejected with everything you always go in here you know oprah got fired from a job and she was something some millionaires don't become millionaires until they're like 50 like yeah. you really cannot stop if you see that vision for yourself just the vision alone is going to take you farther than you can ever so go a hundred percent like it's easier said than done but like literally there life is an illusion at this point like you really just have to be in your own world and do your own thing yeah. Why we like it's great for us to have someone like you on because we always say that sort of shit. We're always like, you just need to go for it. And yeah, like, we have our own experiences, but like people listening to this, like hearing it from somebody who actually went through it, like, yeah, well, like other than us who like just <laughs> talk about it all the time. No, but it's, it's great. Like, you know, and you're testing to the fact that if you push through, like you can definitely get yeah, somewhere for sure. Um, one advice I would give people though is like don't like make sure you have a good plan like I definitely regret like there's moments I regret like yeah that was really stupid and obviously you learn from it as well mm -hmm. but make sure you have a decent plan like if you do have if you like don't jump into things if it's going to take you five months to do it let it take you five months yeah. don't glamorize people you like don't go on even social media and be like oh my gosh this person's living the best life I want to do that tomorrow and let's take the wrong path to get there like really just take your time believe in yourself and you will get it i like that a lot. yeah um okay so what happened i guess when you said that you got to toronto the photographer kind of closed you out and mm -hmm. The, yeah and competition I got an agent and from there it was kind of just that was kind of like it went uphill it was super great and then it went downhill again basically just with like again trying to keep up with the beauty standards like I was basically vegan like now I could actually kind of admit like I probably had an eating disorder at that wow. point because mm -hmm. I was like barely eating food constantly working out like I don't know what I was working out. I had nothing on my bones and still looking in the mirror and be like, damn, I kind of look fat right now. Like, yeah. and now if I look at the pictures, I'm like, bro, I was hungry. Like what the heck? Yeah. So from there it was like going to like castings and I don't know, I was really young and I feel like, um, even with my experience of going to castings now, I'm a bit older. So when I talk to like the designers and things like that they treat me with a little bit more respect but that back then like they were just I was just a piece of meat I I've experienced so many rude encounters with certain people and I'm just like oh so it just got at that point I feel like I'm so grateful that I went through that low doing something that I love because it taught me to love myself and mm -hmm. bring me to my now I guess purpose in mm -hmm. the industry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, how did you like it was it because just from my own curiosity, was it in the industry people you talked to, people that were at the castings were a certain type of look or was it more social media for um, you as a model? For is more so like sample sizes. Like everyone wants at that time wanted the skinniest girl. Everyone like if you're the skinniest girl, oh, you're good here, you can go to New York New York, you can go to Australia. Like they just want to basically exploit you if you are that good sample size, basically. And everyone and I guess the modeling industry 
it's just like the skinniest girl, the best skin girl, like mm-hmm. that kind of basic, what you see on like commercials and yeah, Maybelline and stuff, exactly yeah. that yeah. type of stuff. And like, no, if you see these girls in real life, we have acne, we're just awkward. Like, you know, they try to make you into this perfect being and then you start thinking you're this perfect being. And when in real life you're not, cause no one is, you just start going crazy. Yeah, no, but that's with everyone and everything, I swear. Yeah, like, like, why? Because I think of myself, like, when I look at pictures and I'm posing with my hands, like, pouted, yeah. my eyebrows raised, I'm like, oh my god, that's how I look good. Yeah. And people will praise me and be like, oh my god, you look so good there. And I see myself on camera talking and making expressions, and I'm like, wait. Like, like, no, first off, you guys are gorgeous. Know, like, that's <laughs> just what that reminds me of, you know? Exactly, like, yeah. They set a standard for exactly and like when you're at the top there's no other place but to go down but it's such an illusion like it's not that we are just a whole cycle and a whole blend of different things and i can't even imagine that because you have cameras on you like 24 7 it's not like you can tell them no this is my good side yeah they they know (laughs) (laughs) please it's like we're getting every angle every body so like you looking at that i'm sure it's kind of like yeah, and to right. this like day, yeah. I'm still my biggest critic, but, like, that's when you have to learn, like, the art of not giving a fuck. It's yeah. just like, okay, cool, that's it. If someone might hate it, someone might love it, and I'm just going to go on with my day. Right. Um, I have a question about, like, boundary setting. Mm. And, like, I guess your industry. Because you say that now, like, you have a purpose, right? Like, yeah. You want, like, you have a specific pur- purpose, and I think that's completely understandable and fair to want to improve yourself. But is it there a certain I mean, honestly, I think I've had a really good journey and everything that I've kind of dealt with was very like in internal and things like of that sense. Like I've never was at a shoot and be like, no, that's not okay. Like, cause mostly, honestly, everything has been okay. Like I've been able to work with really great people. Like shout out to my agents. They always match their girls with like the right people. If there's any like, oh, this guy's kind of like a predator or whatever. Like they cancel them off the list. Yeah, like, yeah. thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, there's certain times where even literally three days ago, I had an experience where I got this call sheet to go on a shoot. They just gave us, like... What's a call sheet? Sorry, I <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I let you know. Yeah. Um, a call sheet is basically, it tells you the model, when to come, what to wear, stuff like that. Just the okay, basics. Cool. This is where it's going to be. This is the closest hospital, stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> just in case you just know <laughs> so i got a call sheet it just said you know be at this um address at this time that's it i'm like okay cool so i was like it's gonna be chill she was for like a skincare line so i'm like oh whatever it's gonna be calm i wore heels i looked cute that day and i called my uber i got to the location and i seen a makeup artist with a table in the middle of a parking lot and i was like oh no this is an outdoor shoot. And like one thing about me, like I once had an outdoor shoot and it was so hot, they didn't feed us, I literally fainted. So I have this thing where I just don't, like I need to know if it's an outdoor shoot or not so I could just prepare myself, that's it. They didn't say that, it was really weird. 
And then I got my makeup done. I was like, whatever, it's not that hot. And then a car came and picked me up and took me to this location. And this location, I kid you not, was like in the middle of a, like a bush, basically. I don't know. It's like a little entrance and then it's like a forest. And I thought a coyote was going to come and get me at any point. There was like the grass was like up to my knees basically like it was just really weird and they're like oh yeah just stand there and like move and blah 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 and then I had to tell them no like honestly I don't know what poison ivy looks like I didn't know any of the conditions of this you need to like let your models know and they were like a newer production team so I like I wasn't rude about it but I just let them know like listen if you want to have models and this is the type of conditions that you want to put us in like we're still human and there's certain things that we will not do I don't care how much you're paying me like my safety comes number one so I just had to like let them know like you know safety conditions like a lot of people look at models like oh they'll do anything but like no no we won't yeah yeah yeah. and that's that's again something that how it looks like from the outside looking in it's like oh my god like these models will exactly like oh jump off a cliff for the look I'm like for the shot I'm like no (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly it's like no like give me the green screen yeah that's crazy I didn't know that like they don't tell you the location see normally sometimes they do and they should but just for like there's a few times when i didn't get that i'm just like is it because they know i'll say no or something like i don't know they want to like suss it out when you're talking exactly yeah or maybe they just don't care but hopefully now they know (laughs) what was your like favorite shoot or like experience with you modeling what you're most excited about hmm um yeah uh no i love it for sure i think my favorite um client that i've worked for was nordstrom and yeah like it was basically about like being ourselves and just i literally walked in i was so hung i was this close not to go to the casting i was super hung over i didn't want to do my hair so i literally just got a head wrap and wrapped it around my head and i went to my casting and i was like oh like they, they may not like this, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm here. Yeah. My agent can't say I didn't try. Yeah. I walked in. They're like, oh my gosh, I love that look, blah, blah, blah. Ended up booking them the first campaign. We had like a whole billboard on Young and Dundas. It was super oh, brilliant. Wow. It was amazing. And I literally wore the same head wrap I wore at my casting on the actual like um, campaign. So I was like, okay. So they, they loved it. They loved it. So I was like, thank God. That's- that's like what I like to see. It's like just people in their natural habitat. Exactly. Because I, I don't know why, like companies, brands, whatever, Instagram people think mm-hmm. that the the perfect quote unquote person is going to attract viewers. You know what I mean? It's going to make people want to buy. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe that's just how I think, but I want to see like real people doing real things. Like, I'm not going to be more inclined to buy a product if it's from someone who's quote unquote like. Perfect. looks okay, perfect like yeah that, i feel like before even like you know we were so into this like everyone wants to be glamorous this this, and that but the older we get and now like us 20 year olds we are now the future we are the ones that are changing what's going on and we are smart enough to know like nah, that's not really what it is this is actually how it is we're living it now we're the ones who are in charge of like the creative direction of certain yeah, brands yeah. and stuff now so thankfully hopefully like things are moving in the right direction when it comes to that for sure i I do think 
like now our generation is becoming more progressive and like yeah. what they think is like body positive or body image exactly you do still see again like no hate to instagram models at all they're no. gorgeous but you do still see like you know bbl big tits big boobs exactly and for me being someone who's always been petite with no butt and yeah like, probably no boobs i'm like shit like you know you know what i mean and that was something that i struggled with a lot too like especially through oh the pandemic we've talked about before yeah when like you have that period to yourself where you're kind of just thinking about like Mm -hmm. i don't know what you like about yourself what you don't whatever and i see all the instagram models like shit like that's yeah that's like tough but now it's i don't know i think it's becoming more progressive about just loving yourself exactly that i think everyone needs to practice a hundred percent like this podcast too just seeing yourself talking and just like being authentically you and yeah realize like fuck, who cares about that's great you know that's I mean? so great and that's like the that's the human journey i feel just learning to love yourself at the end of the day like what else can you do there's nothing yeah. else to do exactly i'm wondering too have you like since you've kind of been on this journey and like you've set this you made this point to kind of have a purpose within your modeling mm-hmm. career have you had women like say that to you oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I feel appreciative just about how you think about it and how you speak about it because yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah for aspiring models out there like that's so great to hear for so sure like what encounters have you had <laughs> my mine are so funny because literally i kid you not like at least once every three days i have some girl like oh my gosh i have such a big forehead and i've seen your pictures and i'm just so thankful and i'm like you know what why not because i used to be that girl i used to wear bangs like 38 7 like constantly you know but i was like you know fuck it like come see my face this is what it is and we move on like i have a big forehead so what like i don't care and then like even girls with gaps are like oh like i've been wanting to like get braces but now i see you embracing it and it's just like yes like that is literally the only thing i do this for i don't care about anything else if i can make somebody else feel more comfortable about themselves Mm -hmm. i've done my job that's it i love that all i do is wear my hair back in a ponytail and so like i don't know what's going on but i think it's like it happens it happens like yeah then once i be your hairline just oh my god but i love that it's true like this is who i am like i'm not gonna spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to get a whole yeah no i hate needles i can't even get my blood taken let alone any type of surgery so like Yeah, yeah, I can't be bothered, honestly. That's <laughs> um, you wanted to ask her about horoscopes. Oh, yeah, because we were reading mm. the DMs. You're like, I'm a Gemini. So yeah. Like, I am, I am, for sure. I What's your guys' this signs? Is this is so off topic. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but um, do, you, do you know, like, all about signs? And stuff like that? I know, like, I know a bit, we yeah. I ask you to guess what you think you would be. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Just, like, just like out of... I feel like Libra for one of you guys. <laughs> okay, I'm getting Libra energy. Very like kind of balanced, but still determined. And the other, hmm, hmm. <laughs> um, I might say like Scorpio or or Aquarius. Oh, air. I was like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Love. Um, I, I can see Scorpio, though, because I'm kind of like... 
you have that spicy, but then you have like kind of the intellect, kind of like down to earth kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're like, I'm so into horoscopes for some reason. I just think they're so interesting. I literally yeah. read my horoscope every night before bed. And I'm Same. Like, it's just gonna happen. <laughs> yep, literally. Like, you're crazy. Like, it's just literally made up. I'm like, it's not. It's made really up. not. And even Sam too has been so into like. Well, we both just like manifesting, like you said, like law of attraction and like mm-hmm. just raising your vibrations. I, it makes a huge freaking difference. It is literally like transforming. Even today, I feel like I started my day off really weird and it's ending on such a high. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, OK, that's what manifestation is like. Yeah, I felt like that too. Like on the way here, I was like, I was working all day today. Can you record this? Yeah. Anyways, I was working all day today and like I just started this new job and I was a little bit stressed. I'm like, I don't want to come and do this podcast and, like, not be able to... Be like, on the, like... Yeah, yeah, but, like, I feel... Good, and it turns out good because, like, in the car, I was like, you know what? I'm going to meet a new person. We're yeah. We're going to see new faces. Like, this exactly. Is and it turns out good and you're able to, like, have a conversation. But totally. Yeah. It's, like, it's a journey, but it's, like, it's so great. I don't know. Like, I literally wake up, I read my horoscope, and then now I'm super into, like, um, what are they called? Like, uh... Uh, affirmations basically oh, yes. yeah. yeah so i'm like okay I, my new affirmation for the week is i surrender to success i surrender to wealth i surrender to divine timing and i say it like three times every day and then something kind of happens i don't know you this is realize it it's just something <laughs> happens and you're like okay and like yeah because i attracted it also this is so weird i don't know if it's just me but i see like animals mm. <laughs> like spirit animals like i will literally like i want to see this oh. sort of animal, and, oh, and you'll me, s- and I'll be like, "Holy fuck!" Like I you'll see it in like real life. Like a grasshopper was in our fucking house. Like, like why oh, there's like, like a random ass. It looked old and wise. Too, That's really was. cool. No, if your gut is telling you that is what it but is, it looked like an it old, is like okay, the grandfather you grasshopper. <laughs> you broke his leg with that club. Oh, n- well, you trapped it. Oh, the dog was trying to bark at it. Oh yeah, so yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I looked it up after and it was like spiritual wealth and like oh. abundance. I'm like, I accept that. And I believe exactly. it was supposed to be in my house for a reason. A hundred percent. I said this story before just really quickly. One time we were like, I think we both have said it, that we wanted to see like two white butterflies. And uh-huh. we were sitting down at the bench at like our Nina's house. And yeah. Kid you not. Yeah. Sorry, Grandma. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I know. Yeah, two white butterflies like came and like went one way to Nina and one way to her. Yeah, it was the sketchiest shit. I was like, holy. Like, so random, I don't believe in coincidences at all. Like, I think if you call something and you see it, like, it's meant to be. I have literally everything happens for a reason, like, tatted on my shoulder. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it seems so, like, ambiguous and just, like, like, of course everything just, but it's, like, some people don't actually believe it. Like, things are meant to happen at a certain time, I think. A hundred percent. Divine timing is a thing. Like, if I didn't take the TTC that day, then I would not have been sitting was, here. It was the state that, like, that guy yeah. came up to you, thought he was a weirdo. Like, yeah. Like, hey, like, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. And also, it's, like, such, like, a mundane thing. Like, taking the TTC, like, you're not going to think that's going to make or break your next life. seven, eight years. Of your yeah. Life. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, like, exactly. That's crazy to me. I think my final thoughts about, like, your experience... Wait. <laughs> Sorry, we're like, but I just want to know what is a typical day in the life. Okay, I want to know that too. Okay. There is no typical day in the life. Okay, what's like um a typical like on on a shoot day? Okay, say, a yeah, just like day in the life. So the night before, I literally go to bed at like 10 p.m. Beauty sleep is a real thing. Get your sleep, everybody. Sleep is amazing. 
I wake up. Um, I love shoot days because I don't have to do my makeup or hair. So I literally just wake up, wash my hair, blow dry it or whatever they want me to do with it. I put a sheet mask on. I put my mask on now in the pandemic. And I literally... Hmm. Something with moisture. Something with moisture. Definitely something moisturizing to make your skin like nice and plump. And then I put my mask on and I go into an Uber and I go to my shoot. Like that's and all. How longer shoots usually? Like the whole day. It depends. Like there's half days where it's like you're doing two looks, but then there's days when you're doing e-commerce and I'm literally wearing like a hundred outfits in like six hours. That seems cool. Again, that's something like on the outside that seems really cool, but like. Nah. Yeah, like on 10 days to take pictures. I'm out of, I, I literally want to go home. <laughs> yeah. Like, you more. But like, honestly, yeah. content days, I've just, just recently got into the whole content creating thing, and that's kind of harder than actual shoots. Like, in a shoot, thank God I have my makeup artist, I have the actual photographer, but, like, content days, exactly. Like, you got to do everything. Sometimes I do it myself, and it's just like, damn, like, I need this angle, but, like, my, oh, okay. yeah, 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 like, like finding out where to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like exactly. Um, and, like, the reason why I ask that is because, again, on social media, on TikTok, you see, like, day in the life of a model. It's like, wake up at 6 Yeah. Yeah. Yoga Yeah. to stretch my muscles and make them look nice. You know, the perfect acai bowl. Yeah. I'm just like, when yes. did you have the time? I woke up at 10. I need to be out of my house by 1030. Like, they went to revitalize and got that bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I love it. Is, like, we didn't stick to the whole no, it's totally fine. Topics, but yeah, I mean, do you have any- no, I was gonna say, I think my final thoughts, like from what you said, is just to take chances. We always talk about it, and you never know where you're gonna end up. You exactly, never know, like what's gonna happen in your life, and even with beauty standards, I really, really love like what your full. Doing, yeah, like, yeah, it's amazing. Thank you. I think now, especially for girls and guys too, yeah, who want to get into modeling or who just want to be more comfortable with themselves, just, yeah. Like, own who you are exactly. and do not compare yourself to like anybody because that's the worst that is the criticism you can do to yeah 100 percent. know what's happening behind the scenes <sighs> you have yeah people, people are like oh my gosh they're coming to me like oh you're doing so great you're wow i see you glowing up blah, 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 behind closed doors i'm like waiting for my next payment and i'm just sitting here like when's my next job gonna come and yeah, blah 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 you like you don't know what's happening behind the scenes exactly right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you want to get into modeling, just be pe- prepared to hear no, 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 no. Like, modeling is basically hearing no until you hear yes. Mm-hmm. But don't let that break you down. Go into the um, go into the industry with a purpose. I think that's the best. Like, whoever you are, if you're from a certain country, if uh, you have a certain disorder or something, really, like explore that and put that out in the open because you don't know how many people that you can actually help and you don't even know that you're helping them and just like be you honestly and just love it and enjoy it love it like enjoy it and just don't like don't let it beat you up or eat you up like just enjoy it basically mm-hmm. yeah I, I think passion is what drives you like, exactly you, you will get it 100 percent <laughs> okay. right, yeah thank you so much no for coming problem. on like, thanks for really having me very and positive i'm always here for the positivity i love it thank you and maybe hopefully in the future we'll have you on again i would love to yeah for Come sure back and yeah all right guys see you next episode bye bye <laughs>